When it comes to work, communication is key. Even if you don't have a writing job, sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. The right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at grammarly.com slash podcast. I got tickets going on sale right now, and the, they're at theovon.com slash tour. And that's St. Louis, Cincinnati, Charlotte, Durham, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Wilmington, uh, Wilkes Bar, and uh, some other places Charleston, Richmond, Albany, Buffalo, Columbus, and Minneapolis. But I'm excited, man. So go check it out, theovon.com slash tour. And thank you guys, as always, for your support. Americans overspend on car and home insurance by billions every year. That's where the Zebra can help you. The Zebra is the nation's leading insurance comparison site for car and home insurance. After a few quick questions, the Zebra pairs people with the right insurance company for them, helping everyone save time and money. Buy online or over the phone with one of their licensed insurance agents. Visit thezebra.com slash Theo. That's T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A dot com slash T-H-E-O. Today's guest uh, is returning to the podcast. Um, she's a very entertaining comedian. Um, she has a new tour that she's embarking out on. Uh, she's also the host of the upcoming MTV Movie and TV Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikki Glazer. And let Yeah, it's good over there. It's just like some like sometimes you have to. What's like? I like your shoes. You do? Thank yeah. you. I get a lot of compliments on these. They are not real snakeskin, but you shouldn't even wear fake stuff. I'm vegan because if you make it look good, then people are like, I want that. You know, if you make fake look good, then you're hurting the animals. No, I don't. I, I that's I think that's that seems crazy. But do you think <laughs> vegan? Can you eat snake or not? No, no, you can't eat. People always forget that vegan is like everything. Like I eat honey. If something honey's in something, I'll go okay, fine. But a lot of vegans like won't eat honey because it like it exploits bees. No way. I. But bees want us to have it because also, when you think about all the stuff that bees do to us and all the. <laughs> what have bees done to us? 
We're getting revenge or something? All the child... Uh, dude, you know how many of summers Macaulay? of mine were ruined because bees? You no, know? they weren't. They were, they were ruined because of your perception of bees as being like... People are so scared of bees. Their sting doesn't hurt that bad. You might, if you're allergic, yes, I understand. But like, we oh, we were so annoyed with bees. We killed them all. And now our, uh, like, our, our whole planet is collapsing because oh, there's no dang. bees. Oh, dang. But I what were your that. run-ins with bees as a kid? So like, let's get your top three bee incidents. Well, the big one they was always, your childhood. at summer camp, they always had bees there for some reason, you know? And so we go okay. there to this place called uh, Bogafalaya Park. And it was just like at all the kids would come and it was like a bunch of this ratchet kids and like we'd all have our lunchbox and like our 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 Kool-Aid would like spill over on our yes. sandwiches and it was so gross. It was like YMCA summer camp, you know? Yeah. And some kids would leave during the day and just wander off into the woods and disappear and like it was just <laughs> but I remember at certain areas they just had so many bees. They're like like I wanna say tens of thousands yeah. of bees. Yeah, and uh, but you guys weren't were events canceled because of bees. Oh, I would say events. I would say I would say kickball <laughs> games ended early. No I would say lunches ended early. No way. One kid, uh, no. a bee went up his nose, and okay. um, and that That's was horrible. Good. And they had to get this before. I think they had the epipens or whatever. Oh, so this kid was allergic too. Yeah, or I don't uh, know if he's allergic, but he was one of those kids who their skin was real clear looking, you know? <laughs> yeah, yep. Like one of those kind of premature baby <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kid, that like... trans kid. <laughs> or lucent kid. I don't know what they yeah, call them. Yeah, I think them. they're called lucents. Yeah, one of those lucents, um, dude. So they got, yeah. Yeah. But some kids were never the same, I feel like, after that, after a strong bee came through. Oh, people were, people are so scared of bees. And I thought it was just a way that girls. Initial, I was never really scared of bees. I was just like, okay, if they sing you, it kind of hurts. But I think being scared of bugs is kind of like a thing girls do to like get attention yeah. and like be let, not just necessarily from boys, but just they're not being seen enough in their families. So they're just like, if I scream really loud about this thing that's around a lot, then I'll get attention. And it's my thing. I'm like girls that are like, I hate moist. Like that's a hack one. But girl, people I hate looking moist? for the word moist. Right. You know, when girls are like, oh my God, don't say it. And you're just like, you need an identity beyond like these things that you think are unique, but right. yet we all kind of are on board with. Yeah, a lot of people say those types of things. I mean, but we're all searching for an identity. I mean, your haircut mm. is like a part of like that haircut. I remember when you first brought out, I thought it was for a role or something. And now it's you. And it's like, and it's such a look that you've inspired people to adopt it. It's now like a hot guy haircut. But when no. you first debuted it, wasn't. Really? It, Theo, I remember you walking backstage at some show. I think we were at some uh, one of Amy's tapings or something, God. and you came backstage, and I sound handsome. <laughs> I laughed at your haircut. Oh I thought it was a joke. God. I thought you were trying to joke us. Really? But, yeah, I did. I'm, oh. I'm being honest with you. But I thought, but I also was like, it looks good. You know, like the type of way, like a, like on Halloween, people look still look good. Yeah. But then you kept your Halloween costume on it, and I was like, <laughs> and then and now it's still here, and that was probably <laughs> six years ago. How oh, long yeah. has it been? Five years ago? Well, I had long hair too when I was a kid, and I just liked. Uh, I I never felt. I never knew I was supposed to have long hair as an adult until I you just had it. You didn't know you weren't supposed to. I never knew that I was supposed to. Oh, I, oh, you you mean like you found your truth? Like this is who you are? Yeah, yeah. I just never felt. I just like feel more like a man. I feel more like a courageous man. I feel like more like somebody that would run into a fire to help somebody. Yeah. Or not run all the way. In. I would run close to the fire, and you know, people how would be like, "Oh, he's gonna in? stop." I'd run up the stairs onto the porch. Okay. Because fire is so hot. People like in movies, they make it look like it's not that hot. Dude, fire is oh. 
so hot. It's so What's the worst you've been burned? Mm. Like, have you gotten, like, what degree? Let me think. Probably three. Have you three. had some bad burns? Oh, yeah, dude. I went whale watching, or not whale watching, but looking for something once. And, uh, <laughs> and I got sunburned so bad, dude. <laughs> you can't go from whale watching to looking for your keys. Like, what oh, were dude. You? <laughs> we you were, were looking for, for the some, Lord, like, honey. We were looking yeah, for the Lord. So you, were, you got sunburnt real bad. Yeah, I think we were doing drugs oh. or something and they ended up, ended up out in the sun for way too long, oh, okay. you know. So and my friend kept dozing off. We ended up at this Elton John concert and he was on opioids and he literally kept dozing off, dude. And one time we thought he was dead. But yeah. we were so messed up, we kept laughing. Like nobody would check to see if he was dead. It was kind of like a... Uh, not like freeze tag, but some like weird game. You know, it was like a kid's game, you know? And um, so you thought he was dead. Some of you were scared by it, but mostly <laughs> it was just like, like, that's hilarious. Everybody was just laughing. It was just one of those days we're like, oh, you know, yeah, Sean's dead. Up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, but, um, but I guess, yeah, I think things like that, bees, sunshine, things like that, I guess. Yeah, I'm terrified like, of the sun. A lot of it's dangerous. I don't go in. Uh, the sun, I've been, I've known that aging as a woman is a bad thing. So I haven't been going in the sun since I was in high school. I used to always sunbathe and I used to cover my face in decolletage with a towel when I was like 15. Like, oh, wow. Just to be like, I don't want to be wrinkly when I'm older. I, I even knew at a young age when you're supposed to think you're young forever, like plan ahead. And the truth is, it's like you can't really stop it. It's just going to happen. It's hard. I th I think yeah. I think I'm starting to realize, even just growing up, that it's hard to get. It's hard to get older. It's a little tough, you know. It's like, it's kind of. Uh, it's just so. It's. It makes me. I often realize how much time I probably wasted. Whereas, like, time used to be this thing. It'd be like, sure, have some of my time, you know? Yeah. It'd be like, I've got as much time, you know? Who wants some of my time? You know, you used to have so much time. It's like you're running around with this big bag of time. And then now it's like, ugh, you know? Oh, I don't have a second to spare, you know? And it's like time. It's just You're right. Just... I mean, like, you watch all, any of those things about the tech companies that are trying to create things that take our time. Like, our time is the only thing we can't get back. Yeah. So it's like, they really just want our our attention and like what what you give attention to. But I feel like getting older and realizing, oh, the things I've wasted my time on have not really that kind of being like, God, I wasted so much time doesn't help me not waste time now because I'm not right. I'm just finding new ways to waste it. But you know what I do now? Like when I find like what's something you wasted your time on that you can think about in the past that you masturbation go, probably listen, I, also, I don't think that's a waste of time. I it's fucking it awesome. What? It, it's awesome, but you get the hang of it, and then it's kind of like... It feels good. You wanted to feel good. Yeah. You needed it. Like, I feel like uh, anytime but I it's indulge like, am in I something... still doing it? You know, it's like when you do it again, you're like, ah, oh, Where do you want to be right now that doing too much masturbating didn't get you to where you want to be? Like, you are where, you you know, like, no regrets. Feel like everything that you've I don't done think I'm where I am because I've been masturbating. I think it's. I think I could have probably done other stuff and probably done it well. When you think but how like, many trades you could have learned. Okay, so what trade do you want to know that you would take some of your masturbation time? Like because oh, I, landscaping, something outdoors, you know, painting. But now is the time for that. When your libido falls, back then you weren't going to go landscaping if you wanted to jerk off. There's just if no I didn't way. have if I didn't have a libido, I think I would have done a lot of stuff. I would have done someday lose it probably you know and then that's when you get into like but not these days cribbage no no, no these, not these days, days. <laughs> no no these days you get the fake the men now they get the you get a fake uh 
you know they have all these enhancers and everything they have all of this it's like oh, yeah they're gonna have you're basically just gonna have like 80 year old zombies wandering around but the, it doesn't it gets your dick hard but it doesn't get your like heart hard so like guys not heart or like your brain hard you know so guys will take it to fuck their wives if their wives if they and, and if, if their wives come, want make them yeah, do it but they're not they're not propelled by sex with women so therefore you're not having to like feed this addiction which is like the porn like jerking off is really just like a porn addiction and just like oh feel good i don't want to feel my feelings feel it's the easiest way yeah. it's just one choice but when you don't have a libido later on you're just going to put that obsession into like woodworking or whatever or you know canoeing yeah. or um whale yeah watching. it would have just been nice to have pictures of myself like in a canoe or with like a nice statue i'd done or something when i was younger you know you d you didn't do any you have no accomplishments when you're younger you weren't like an eagle scout or something you seem like you i didn't know how to like whittle or do a whistle okay you know? what's a do you if we had to do like a talent show and it Ooh, couldn't be stand up and it couldn't okay. be podcasding or interviewing or go anything back to high writing. school talent let's let's do let's do a talent show like right now theo like Ooh. if you if we were in a talent show with a bunch of comedians and none of us could do comedy what would yours be that you have the best shot of actually being considered like, oh my God, he's good at that. Like, what's, do you have any secret I don't know, talent? Nick might know even better than me. I'm still stuck on you, one accomplishment, you emancipated yourself when you were 14. I got emancipated when I was a child. So probably legal separation from family. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna perform that at this talent show, but. <laughs> I think I could do it if we had like a small black box theater. Uh, you yeah. know? <laughs> Again, it's a performative, but yes, you're right. I, um, that is incredible. So maybe I guess something like that, like yeah, like Wait, I could probably do some Ilion Gonzalez type shit, but like you, you know, like something like that. I could probably do some Ilion Gonzalez reenactment. Wait a second, just let me get this straight. You emancipated yourself from your parents when you were how old? Fourteen. That's fucking badass. Got out there, yeah. What? Can I just ask why? Yeah, I just didn't like it there. It just wasn't a, the best fit for How'd me. How did you know that it was even a possibility to do that? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't really remember. I honestly don't remember what happened. It's I remember. We met, yeah, I remember we just, you know. Do you have siblings? That's how it came down to it. Yeah, I got a couple siblings. And Are you older, younger? They're you? all, we're all in the, it's all a couple years apart. Wait, or what, what one? I'm you? number two out of four. Out of four. So. And you, did you, they get out? Did they follow suit too? Nope, they all, everybody, some people stayed in, some people got out. That it was basically almost cool. like that, uh, who's that guy that had that church out in Utah, in uh, Texas or whatever? Jeff's? Uh, yes. It was like Warren Jeffs, but it was just my mom. Oh, shit, man. You know? Well, uh, <laughs> And I love really... you, Mom. Happy belated Mother's Day. And I, is... She knows that. But yeah, but it was do just. Do you have a relationship with her now? I'm sorry to ask. Yeah, we got a relationship. But it's just. Really? Yeah, it's like. Did, I... Was your dad around? No, he was not around. Got it. But I think it was just kind of like, you know, when you're, I think when you're like, uh, I don't know. It was more like, like just, I think we were more like roommates and family kind of in a weird way. Well, the you the know? fact that you were 14 and were able to do that, I mean, is incredible because I think that so often, I mean, I even have a hard time being like doing, saying tough things to family because they're family or doing something selfishly because your family, like just accepting that just because they're your family doesn't mean you have to put up with whatever they throw at you right but then also sometimes i feel like was i just like a weak kid who was just afraid to take the fucking brunt that's of so it? funny to, to frame it that way because in no way would anyone hear about a kid taking the initiative to maybe you were stupid maybe you were like mom dad don't get her like a kid could do that right but to get yeah to that wasn't me make i didn't happen, have a skateboard so that wasn't me to make that happen and to actually legally do that that's someone who realize I'm smarter than this and I know I need to get out and I need to protect myself. It's very, 
I mean, that's very independent at a very young age. And yeah, I'm, I think that's what it was, just independent. Yeah, and that's know? like, that's what did you do? Where did you go? What was your first I went to house? stay with friends, yeah. I went to stay with friends, and then I would take my backpack to school, and I would find friends to stay with, you know? So it was like kind of like Ew. this. I think it was very avant-garde. I don't know what that means. Were you friends actually. with everyone in high school? Avant-garde is kind of like, well, it's, it's not the right use of it, but it, it gets the word, it gets the feel across. So you were just... Fly by the sea, your pants kind of like, you were homeless. I wasn't homeless. I was staying with friends. And then I finally found a friend who could let me stay full time. So then I went and stayed over there. And how long? Stayed there for a couple years. And, and then we did got you go a, to college? Yeah. And we got into some mild drug issues over there. Did and so then we went our separate ways, huh? Were you in high Did you graduate high school? Yeah. So you emancipated and stayed in, like, this wasn't like, I'm going to go be an adult now. No, 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 no. I was just, yeah, I just didn't. I think it just wasn't like the best vibe at my house, you know? Yeah. Did you, um, what was your vibe growing up? My vibe was like. Were you like a cheer? I could see you being like a cheerleader. <laughs> Definitely like a kind of a maybe. Do you really see that? Huh? Do you really see that? Is that sad that I see that? No, I also so nice. see you as more than that, but No, I would love to be seen as that, but that is not how Really? Your arms I feel like are so straight. Thank yeah, I could be well, that's just not the right one to do. But like yes, like rah, rah, rah. Yes. Right. I would be good. Thank you. That's when I was on Dancing with the Stars, I met my partner and he didn't know that I wasn't a good dancer. Like I got I lost mm -hmm. the show. I was voted off first. But when I walked in, he, you could see he didn't know who I was. We were meeting for the first time, and you could see him be like, "Oh my god, yes!" Like she looks like she can dance, like it. ballerina, kind of. Oh yeah. And then I could see we that. did like a quick, like he wasn't even teaching me something. He's like, "Okay, let's let's just." We did a quick thing, and I saw him age like seven. Like his oh. face dropped so severely. Of like he knew he knew our fate because I just don't have like a natural talent. So I would never have tried out for cheerleaders because I wasn't like sex. Cheerleaders are sexy. I wasn't like ever trying to be sexy. Are in they high though? School. Some cheerleaders were cute. Well, there's know? like a, a perception of like anyone. I didn't like to dance. I didn't like to. I didn't want to do anything sexual. I'm now realizing this as I say it. That's why it was. I didn't have rhythm already. Okay. But also, it was mainly about like short skirts and being like, like having your belly out and like being like boys like me. Like I didn't like boys in high school. I loved boys, but I was just so scared of them, and so I would never do anything to like draw attention to myself in that way. And what were you scared of that they were going to be rapers or that they were going to be like I was going to be bad boys? at making out or that I was or like whatever we were doing that I would be bad at it and they would tell their friends and make fun of me oh, biggest yeah. fear because it happens all the time because I would hear stories of it constantly every day from my guy friends so I saw it happening around me oh, I feel like being a girl I couldn't and imagine I, it being a girl when I, I was young that would yeah, be the it would suck. I toughest mean, there's so many I just didn't want the, the shit that came with hooking up with guys yeah. maybe if I one girl I remember she blew uh, uh, my crush oh my god I love this oh. guy so much and she gave him a blowjob and she threw up because he oh. gagged her with it. It's a, it's a normal thing to happen and sometimes can be kind of hot. Yeah, like some she, people have small windpipes. Yeah, she was like high school girl giving deep, getting deep-throated by a guy who just got, oh my God. you know, like we had AOL at that. Like he was getting images oh. that probably inspired that. And then she threw up and then she, the story is like, what an idiot she is, you know? And that's the whole yeah. story. And I even perpetuated yeah, that. Like, like, did you know that she threw up on his dick? Because it was just like, to me, girls sucking penises, it was just like a betrayal of to me as a woman like I was just like I can't believe well, I whoever did it first ended everybody else's childhood yeah. so those people need to be called out in every town oh I, whether it's Ronnie and Melissa listen, or whether it's Katie. Scotty and Jen or whoever whoever 
got the first blowjob and received the first blowjob in your grade. I'm not kidding you, Theo. I ruined everybody else's childhood. I cried when my best friend since fourth grade gave a blowjob because I thought, I go, I've... I've lost her. Like we don't. Yeah. We'll never. You. I just want to eat nerds with you and go to the sweet factory and get a bunch of candy and then go in the photo booth. Those days and are like, over. Go to the Gap and like dress up in funny outfits. I don't want you sucking a penis. Like what happened? So I just those was a late Those days are bloomer. over. Now she's wearing short shorts and she's hanging out. And with she's at the gas station. She's like t- giving hand jobs and oh. and now all my friends are eclipsing me. Like they're all. Make making out even the the girl that I go oh my god yeah. she's never she's gonna be the le- when we went to high school we predicted who's gonna be the first to sex boyfriend all the stuff really I was y'all the, were thinking about that yeah we were like oh my god who's gonna be the first with a boyfriend who's gonna be the first to uh, get her period uh, lose her virginity all these things and all the super they all went to me everyone thought I was like poised for all of this and I left wow. high school a virgin who had never had a boyfriend mm. um. And who had never blown like, anyone. Oh my And who God. had only made out when a guy like had to be kind of tri- like not tricked into it, oh, but they had yeah. to be on spring break when no one else knew. Oh yeah. And then um, even though he wasn't the most popular boy in school, and he they just couldn't. He it just so happened I went to spring break my junior year, and I wasn't not I wasn't not attractive, but this 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 spring break I really blossomed. Uh-huh. It was a good one for me. But I go down to Florida and me and my girlfriends. What are, part of Florida? Uh, Fort Myers. Oh yeah. So we're in Fort Myers. Shady. Oh one Good. We called it Sboy because it was S B O one, and we're we're cruising down the strip. We're in a we're getting guys' cars that are just like cruising. We're like, can we go to town? And it's like, you my butterfly, sugar baby. And we're just yeah. like, wow, like spring break. But we're dorks. Like we we've never a couple of us have kissed boys. Did y'all have any tattoos, or did somebody just get one? No, or something? we weren't eighteen. We were like. 16 like we bare we didn't oh drink my God, yeah. we were we weren't that cool but we were just like thought we were badass but so we're flirting with boys going around town meeting guys not okay. nothing's really popping off then my one of my friends has kind of like she's on the water polo team because mm-hmm. she's kind of like likes to do boy stuff you know mm-hmm. and so she's friends with some of the cool guys mm-hmm. and so she has like a, a maybe association with them and then but we are on the beach in fort myers and who rolls up on the beach i know the who second it is day tone low the tone loke of my high school. Oh, oh, I thought it was yes. a musician. No, it, it was Cisco. He was shooting his video. No in the way. Stand going, yeah, no. It was the most popular boys in my in my grade who would never even consider. And they rolled us up on y'all because they were striking out. They weren't shit down in Fort Myers. They oh. were killing it in Kirkwood in the halls of Kirkwood High School. But here, no one gave a. Sh- they were just some dorky, like you know. Midwest boys, so they yeah, ran out of lames. options because they, <laughs> yeah. it was the best girl. I'm telling anyone listening, plan a spring break where the hot girls group of girls is going and the guys aren't going because they will know you. The familiarity will make them invite you over and then you'll get to kiss two of the guys. That was my first kiss was like two of the most popular guys in school. And then they went back and they wouldn't tell anyone and I had mono. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's always that chick who had mono, dude, all the time. We had a girl who had mono for like seven years. We're like, somebody just take her life. <laughs> that's a, I Can we like just sacrifice her, please, at some yeah, sort? Like something else. God wants her back. Yeah, that mono um, was, yeah, the kissing disease and you got like really tired and it was... Um, but yeah, I was a, I was such a prude in um, high school. And we had a fellow he'd always get hiccups around gay people too all the time. That guy's gay. No, he would just get them. It was like he just if people was gay, he would get hiccups. And then could you scare um, him out of it by? No, you had to drink water, do or have sugar or something. You know, do one of the tricks. What do you do to get rid of hiccups? Because there, there, there's a way that works. The best. Me? Yeah. What do you do? 
I just know they're going to go away now because I'm an adult and I don't really worry about it as much. <laughs> so when you get them, you just stop thinking about them and they go away? Yeah, pretty much. Or I'll hold my breath for about five or six exactly. seconds. You just hold your breath. It's um, real easy. But when you're younger, it's like it just, tan you know, I, there's probably people who have taken their life that thought they couldn't get rid of their hiccups and just. Yeah. I mean, why isn't there a cure that we all just go, this is it? Like, where's yeah, the race it? for the cure? Where's Fauci? Where's yes. Fauci when it comes to these Why do we still hell? inconclusive and it's all old wives' tales with hiccups? Yeah. <laughs> you got people just hanging blank... upside down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's That should be our cause that we all settle on. Yeah, you just hold your breath until they Dude, go away. I or you remember die. so when I was young, they had this yeah. kid in our school named Patrick, right? And he got a little BJ from this girl, right? Back to BJ's, yes. And so everybody's fired up. People are cheering him on. People are drawing on their notebook, like, yes, 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 you know? People are excited. So he got one, and everyone's excited. He got so one, everybody's excited. Okay. Well, what happened was then his, uh, the girl's parents found out. So her parents had to go over oh, to his parents' sucks. house. Her parents called his parents. What? And they all had to oh go over and talk about I it. would love to follow up with oh, these dude, two today no. and hear their side of this. That is excruciating. So here was the crazy part. Uh, so he let me be on the phone. He kept the phone off the hook, you know, and you keep it off. And yeah. he just kept it in the living room. Yeah. So you heard what happened? What happened? Oh, it was the most awkward conversation ever. Um, Did they talk explicitly about There was about like blame, yes. There was like, hey, you know, we think it, it's your fault. It's like nobody's fault. It's like... Um, oh my god when did when was your first blowjob i think it was probably the same girl actually a couple of weeks after that honestly <laughs> honestly really if I, if I had to be real honest with you yeah Please. but i got real scared oh, i was at a party i think i was probably 15 so after the emancipation i was at a party yeah things went yeah. uphill yeah <laughs> No, I was at a party and uh, some girl was, uh, it was my girlfriend actually at that okay. time, I think, or she, or she, I, I, I don't know if we were girlfriend or not, but, yeah. Um, oh, and it was like behind a tree, but it was like the parents were at the party and then the mom. This was your first? Yeah. The mom came around the tree. What? Theo. Yeah. And I got so scared, you know. That's a crazy story. Why would you just be remembering this? You got caught getting your yeah. first blowjob behind a tree. And I was like, we're just looking for something. You know, I just didn't know what to say. What would you say? You know? Um, and then I felt so bad for I me. I felt like, bad for her. The jig is up. Like, we're, we're caught. We're busted. I'm not going to use a racial slur, dude. I'm just With saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Is that a racial <laughs> I mean. I don't know if it is or not, but I'm not even taking it any It felt risks. weird saying yeah. it, but I also don't feel like I would even be able to conjure what race that is. So I feel like I'm in the clear for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so there was no, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, oh, you're totally I don't want to jip you out of like talking about race, but. <laughs> no, I think we're going to be all right. No, I think jip, gypsy is not a, a thing you should say. Jipping someone out of something is oh, very yeah. not good. My brother and, used to work with some gypsies. And um, spirit animal. Oh yeah, you know why? when girls go, oh my god, you're my spirit animal, and which that's I get that compliment a lot. Yeah, and it's like I know the humans are animals, but it's supposed to be an animal, right? You know, like, but also right. Native Americans because that's like a Native American thing, and we're just going like, oh my god, like that little koala is my spirit, animal. like <laughs> baby koalas are my teacup poodles are my <laughs> spirit animal, and these are Native Americans are like that was like founded on the fact that like the like a great. Like we believed in that spirit. Like we yeah. actually thought that our tribe leader was Do you an eagle think, or, or red bear or whatever. Yeah, but they thought that we could think that, man. Everybody could not, think it. But it's making it. it like cute and like fun. And but that's because if some girl does that and she's pulling on her hair and stuff like that and she's never but had a that's job, how they say it. 
But if she, the necro needs to get a job. But I no, think she can still I say it. I also don't want a girl to be like, my spirit animal is a See, that's like, what I want. I want somebody more. Your, if you had to, let's not say spirit animal, but what animal do you look at and you go, oh yeah, duh. Okay. But right. is, why? <laughs> it's just because, man, you know. Have you always liked rats? Rats are great. I would want to get one as a pet, but they die very soon. Well, I had to share a room one night with two, um, not rats, it's like the limousine of rats. Um, ferret. Oh. And I had to share a room one no, night with two of those. No, wait, has he said that before? I haven't heard it. Oh, I'll tell you this story, dude. Wait, have so. you said limousine of rat before? That is so fucking funny. <laughs> no, why? You know, ferrets urinate on each so other's funny. backs. That's you are you are truly. No, uh, you are my. You know that essay. I'm just gonna say essay. I'm not gonna say. You are animal. so funny, and I can't let limousine the limousine of rats a ferret go. If that that's is, the funniest thing we've said on this episode, then we are not doing well. What I'll are you that. kidding me? You're 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 doing great. I, I think I, you look great. No, I think that is the funniest thing, and I am fu I'm fine saying that's the funniest thing I've ever been a part of ever. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. Dude, remember epilepsy? Remember how big that was? I remember. Remember I epilepsy mean, was big. Think about the things that were big when you band? were young. Evanescence uh, was yeah, big. Yeah. Wake me up inside. Oh. Can't wake everything. She was like, save me. <laughs> everything was like, I used to work at CPK, California <laughs> Pizza Kitchen, and she would just be like howling over the oh, speakers. Every girl that worked at CPK save could relate me. to Evanescence oh singing that. Oh, my God. Wake me up inside. You get off work, you're just smoking in your car. Oh, my God. So, yes, I would smoke cigarettes yeah. all the way home from CPK God. after Dude, memorizing that There menu. was nothing better mm. than smoking, smoking a cigarette a on cigarette your way home from work. work. Woo! That's God. a good one. Now it's smoking Finally. weed after work. No, I, you think? I, I really enjoy it. I love, but it, it's not the same. Like I love smoking a cigarette and like listening to it, like a great song and just feeling cool. Because cigarettes do make you feel cool. Vaping doesn't look as cool. It does just because like younger people do it. So I guess younger people are cool and you're like, oh, I guess that's cool. But cigarettes, I, I, I hate them and they destroy lives and I yeah. haven't smoked one. I only had one in... 12 years or something and I oh, quit nice. on a dime and it's oh, very nice. easy to quit but I do think they're, they look cool. Cigarettes? And they're fun. Oh yeah. They're just fun they're to have a, a real thing. thing. Now people are sucking like this electronic thing. It just has a different vibe. But dude, there was nothing better. I remember I get out of work like that bitch up. I want to have a fake cigarette and shoot this like we're like madmen. And just be cursing everybody I worked with as I left. Just that, like nothing mattered. I was the Where king. were you working that you were leaving? And I was bus boy. I did uh, mostly where? bus boying. Uh, throughout the south, mostly throughout the southeast region. Okay. Uh, you don't want to give any chains? Uh, or is it just like? I worked at a place called BJ's Pizza House. Mm -hmm. And they went out of business. They got, there was, a, uh, there was some, I think, fraud and also... The land, the owner, or somebody got cancer. I think maybe his girlfriend got cancer, but also they had a fight. They had a marriage dispute. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, well, my first blowjob was uh, okay. Damn. Well, here we go. It. I know that everyone's just, all you do is talk about you sex, know, but look, I really. Well, I did have a good. You story. try to talk to women about work, <laughs> and they just want to tell you. I don't want to hear about when the first blowjob. I, I wanted you to say like a funny place you worked. I didn't hear to hear like the whole backstory of your. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was, uh, I was intrigued, even though I literally don't remember one detail from it. But um, did you work at an ice cream place? Now that I could see you at Baskin Robin. No, okay. First of all, I was not a cheerleader. Dude, I would have bought a thousand scoops. I would have let you scoop it with your hands. Yeah, okay? that's so nice. I really appreciate that. Like I, I remember like, Can I the taste first... some of it off your back. That's Yo. what I would have said. You know. <laughs> Sorry, that's out of line. I'm no, sorry. That's so nice. Thank I you. want to. Thank you. I like 
um, when people uh, allude to wanting to have sex with me. I think it's like very nice. When, it, when it's done in a way that you're just like, when they're just like jokingly saying it, like that means a lot hearing that from you because I, obviously that's like the struggle of, of my life I think is like, Wanting to be fuckable and also wanting to be funny and mm. fun and be and and then people being like, God, she's trying too hard to look fuckable. It's just like, can I I, I, I didn't discover that I was fuckable until very late in life, right. and I also am not married, so who gives a shit and whatever. But what I was gonna say about that is like, also, I I, I even hate being like my first blowjob because people are gonna write in comments like, all she does is talk about sex. She's just trying to shoehorn a sex story. But this, I actually think it's interesting. But what I was going to say, what did you say? You, I worked at an ice cream store. No, I worked at a, a pizza place and I worked at a nail salon. Or a, um, my first job was at like a hair salon as like the receptionist. And I did you have to cried sweep up the on hair? the job. And my, no. Well, yes. You didn't? But I like was taking appointments and we used to write them. And I cried so much on the job. Mm -hmm. One day my tears splashed down and like, totally ruined a whole appointment and like you couldn't read any of it and my oh. boss had to comfort me and I I just left and never came back and she was calling my house trying to pay me and I was just like I can't be seen there again like I was just I would tempt yeah. here in LA oh, when I was dang. struggling I was up na nannying most of the time because it's just like they trust you if you're like a woman who smiles yeah like they don't think you'll like hurt their kids even oh, it's all about the JPEG when it comes to nannying I feel like what do you mean JPEG? it's all about like the the picture you know when you see those all pair websites yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, you want someone who has like, you, you know, references and stuff. But I, yeah. I was babysitting like with a service that would just dispatch you, and it's so easy. And uh, I babysat for Judd Apatow. Oh, uh, really? For a, a bit. That was really cool, and just like gave for me like a rich, peek huh? into that. Yeah, it was like twenty five bucks an hour. It was Damn, nice. Damn, y'all working better rich. But I was doing like I was temping. Did you ever temp? Did you ever do uh, girl? What's that thing? Sugar girls or whatever? What's that? Sugar baby. Sugar baby. Yeah. Theo, I don't know who you think I am. Yeah, sorry, not I don't I cannot have sex with someone I like like, let yeah. alone I'm oh, like yeah. very Tell me weird about, about sex. I know. I'm fascinated by your stuff with it as well because I feel like I look at sugar oh, babies I or like OnlyFans girls and like thoughts and girls that are just like porn stars. I like love them all and I don't um know like I, but I'm still weird about putting that kind of stuff out there. And yeah. Oh, I remember first. Yeah, when I even got that first blowjob, I even remembered asking my buddy to go with me because I was nervous. You know. Yeah. I mean, I guess guys are nervous too. I mean, I would assume you guys are more driven, but girls are like, I've got to get this out of the way. I just, I didn't give a blowjob till I was a junior in college, and all my friends, I was like, they were all having sex relationships. Uh -huh. I was just like, I haven't even had sex. I gotta blow someone. So I was just like, Who was it? It was a comedian. That that's no. the interesting part is it, I can't say who it was, but it was a it was see I I was a, such a prude. Was so, he tall or short? Medium. Hmm. I bet I know who it is. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you who it is off air, but I can't say it on air. I don't want to know off air. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'll tell you whatever you want to know because I would trust you, but I but I respect that you don't care. Um, yeah, I don't like knowing some of that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, I agree. I um actually I like more mystery. Well, I like to be able to imagine you blowing a couple of different people. That I be. have, like, I mean, my roster isn't okay. crazy of people you know, okay. but like, <laughs> but that's the thing. Everyone's gonna be like, "She's such a whore." I literally, I have don't not think had you're a whore. You're also an adult. It's not like you're a child who's who's like sneaking into people's houses but and fucking them. You are a regular give... adult, and you can have sex. I know, but if I were having a lot of sex, I would talk about it. It seems like I do because I talk about sex a lot, but I don't. Like, I haven't had sex in two years, and like, what? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get right into that. Here's a woman right here that has a question. She's obviously she's not doing well either. What's up? Was she Australian? We can't hear her. What the fuck? We can't hear 
She's so cute. What you can't even hear her, and you know you think she's Australian. What makes you think that? I just get an Aussie vibe from her. <laughs> I can only do one. Um, hey, this is your girl Kevy over here in uh, RAF Lake and Heath, England. That's Royal Air Force Base. Oh yeah, Lake I've been Heath. there. Um, my question for Nikki is how, and I'm sure you'll probably get five variations of the same question, but it's about coming up as a female comic. Um, so what I've always noticed is a lot of female comics will start out like their first like big hit gig is like a lot of sexual based humor. Um, and then as the, you know, their gigs continue, it's like a play off of the same gig. And what, what pressures do you feel, I guess, as like a female comic of like, if your humor is not sexual based, like, do people think you're not funny anymore? Or like, what is that trend about? I'm curious, obviously not a comic, but it's something I've noticed, you know, with female comics and it doesn't seem like there's a lot of them, but when there are always, always sexual based. Yeah. Just curious. Does it feel Uh, like that as a female comic? Thank you, sweet That's a great question, gang gang, and I appreciate your service over there too. I actually did a show at RAF Lake and Heath one time. It's a great backhanded question. So what she was referencing is what a lot of people say is like all they talk about is sex and it's true because I mean, there's this documentary called Hysterical about female comics, and Mm -hmm. it's the last thing I'm sure a lot of people want to watch, and I'm in it, and I did not expect this to be so fucking good and moving. Like, I learned, I watched it and cried at my own story. Like, I don't cry, and I was like, I saw myself as like, oh my God, you're such a scared little girl who doesn't understand her worth, and then I watched all these female comics that I'm friends with in this documentary. It's so well done, Theo. You will actually really like it. And um, it's one of the, I love documentaries. It's really well done, and I would not. Pro- I'm in a lot of shitty. And is it a real documentary that's on? Do we can see well, it in, somewhere now. Well, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's called Hysterical, and it's uh, FX. Okay. And on Hulu. But honestly, this is not. I. If I wasn't in it, I'd be promoting it. If everyone I've told to watch it, who you would think would be like not into that, they fucking people have overheard me listening to it. But anyway, it, I watch all of my friends on there being like. What drove them to stand up? Judy mm-hmm. Gold, Rachel Feinstein, uh, Sherry Shepard, Margaret Show, uh, who else? Uh, Bonnie McFarlane, Marina Franklin, Fortune Feimster. It's Liza, uh, Lisa Lisa Lampin made it Kathy in. Gr- yeah, yeah, she's in it. I love her. But we all and then uh, the girl that stood up to um, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein was at a fucking open mic that or the show this girl was doing, and she called him out. It was so brave. It's it's fucking good. But my point is. Female comics talk about sex, at least it's presented in that documentary, because we were like silenced about our bodies and like controlled about it for so long that when you talk, you want to talk about like what you've been told you can't talk about. But for me, when it comes to sex, I I've done Fallon, like stand up on Fallon four or five times at this point. I can do clean material. I don't have to talk about sex. I don't right. talk about sex in any of that. That's and I've done I've done tons of like squeaky things and people go, oh, she she's filthy the thing is, I talk about sex because I like it. I'm not trying to talk about sex with you today because I am like trying to be like sexual or because I don't really, I don't think I'm funny about anything else. It's interesting and no one's talking about it. People still think, oh, everything's been talked about. It's like, no, it hasn't. I'm still encountering things that I'm like, I need someone to process this with me. And for me, that is saying it on stage and having people laugh and go, or have girls go, oh my God, that happens to me too. I needed to hear that. And like em- empowering girls. I just really want to do with stand-up talk about sex because I want men to know how we're feeling and I want to understand how men are feeling. So I want to express what I think men are feeling and hear if that's right or not. Right. 
and like and be and make people feel better about it because I'm just the reason I talk about sex is because I'm so fucking scared of sex and like so also want it but also don't want it and it's like the most interesting thing well yeah I mean sex is an interesting thing it's really like a it's like I mean it's how we get here also it's like you don't even exist if somebody doesn't have sex you know so that's what yeah the fact that it has so much magic in it I, I would think be a sex pretty... therapist if I wasn't a comedian if I didn't have like talent in, in, in wanting but to do perform think, I would though, still work in the sex field do you think that women don't get broad enough with their topics though no I think talk about whatever the fuck you want you know like I, I anything I do now that's what we were talking about like hobbies and stuff and feeling you waste time when I do something now that feels like if I masturbate now let's say or do something that I'm like I'm trying to think of another or get a massage like I'm getting a foot massage after this one really mm -hmm. I maybe should work on some stuff I have to do yeah but it's like those things it's not a waste like I want it or smoking weed when I probably shouldn't being like instead of being like you're smoking weed this is so bad I'm just like Listen, I have a life where I choose what I get to what to do, and so if I'm doing it, I must want to do it. It must yeah. be serving me in some way. So just cut the guilt, right, and just enjoy it. So that I have that approach now with sex stuff. Like, I I will talk about whatever fascinates me, but sex still fascinates me until it doesn't. When right. my libido drops, when I'm doing stand up, when I'm sixty, I probably won't be talking about fucking. Right. Well, we can always check then. You know. Um yeah, I think it's tough sometimes. I don't like talking about it because it just seems kind of vulgar to me sometimes. Yeah, I think. and that's like... So I like thinking about it sometimes, you know, but I don't like really... I guess sometimes I, I don't like talking about it, but I'm also like... It's the vulgarity that makes you go, but then that makes you feel shame about right, the sex right. stuff. It's, it breeds shame. You're right. Like, I'm, I'm getting in, into talking about molestation on stage now. Uh -huh. Like, I want to do, like... A fucking molestation chunk. I have not been molested. So as someone who hasn't been molested, oh, you got to get out there. I got to get. Well, I'm going to therapy to find it because I feel like I have. I'm so fascinated by molestation and what it does to people and and how much it's happening that we don't know about and how much it affects so many of my friends that have opened up to me and about so being molested. So many people were molested. It's everyone. It's it like, is Jesus. Uh, Why don't we just admit everyone, that everybody's molesting everybody? If you're molested, it wasn't your fault. There's nothing you did. If you enjoyed it, it wasn't your fault. If you went along no. with it, it wasn't your fault. You were a kid. You forgive yourself. It doesn't mean you're gay, even if you enjoyed it and you were with a man and now you're in a relationship. Forgive yourself. Talk to someone about it. I don't understand what that's like. Do you ever wish that you were molested, you feel like? I, I have a joke about it, like being like, it would explain so much right. if I was able to go, oh, it's that because my uncle and that one time and my mom ignored it but I wasn't I was I mean I was assaulted for my first kiss but in the scheme of things it was very very minor and but it scarred me to be scared of men and feel like they could just jump on me and I can't get them off of me and then they'll hate me today's episode is brought to you by liquid death mountain water murder your thirst Is there something interfering with your happiness in your life? Do you sometimes think about a smiley face and then you you can't even finish drawing it because you just are, are not happy? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp. Now you think, man, I can't get help. I can't get help, man. Nobody wants to help me. That's crazy, buddy. You can start communicating in under 48 hours with a therapist. That's right, from right now. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. So if you, you, know, you don't want to go to your town therapist or you don't want to go, maybe your wife is the therapist in your town and you don't want to go because she's going to know that you got a problem with her. So that's scary. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. 
I've used BetterHelp. I support what they do. You can go to betterhelp.com slash Theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash T-H-E-O. And join the over 1 million people who have taken advantage of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And this past weekend, listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Theo. Parlez-vous français, papa? For most of us, learning a second language is hard. Something you don't want to do. You don't even want to meet anybody that has a different language in them. You know, sometimes you meet somebody and they got a little, you know, they got a little Yugo in them or a little, uh, they're speaking a little bit of Nova Scotia and you can't handle it. Well, Babbel is the number one selling language learning app. It's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you're planning on traveling abroad or just want to connect deeper with family or former family even, step family. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. 15-minute lessons make it a perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to B-A-B-B-E-L.com and use promo code T-H-E-O. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code Theo for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. What do you think about what was the thing I was looking at the other day? Um, are you dating? Are you dating men now? Are you meet, be, being able to meet men? Here's a guy that has a question right here. This guy right here is in his car. What up, Theo gang gang? This What's up, player? Nikki. So I've been with my girl for about four years now, and I love her to death. Um, however, I feel like the sex has gotten a little predictable in terms of like I know mm -hmm. what's gonna happen. How long it's going to take, who's going to go where, kind of yeah. things like that. And I was wondering what I can do to maybe spice things up um, without without really having to ask her what she wants me to do to spice things up. Like, okay. I kind of want to surprise her. I want her to be like, oh, this. this is new and I like it. So what is some advice? What are some, some tricks I can do to spice to spice things up? In my girl's oh, he's trying to be a sex right, guy. Thanks, guys. I'm excited right. to answer this. He's trying to be a real sex man. What you got for him? All right. So some things that I don't think are for every woman, but that a lot mm. of men don't know are most women. And you can kind of test these out. And like, I'm not an expert in any way. And I've never thought about answering this, but I'm just going to share some things that I, I like yeah. that I think other women would like. Okay. And it's um, being... Uh, they, definitely a light choking can't ever hurt somewhat like start very like this if she likes that then she can tell you to go harder but doing that out of the blue and just even a light one still feels a little bit like what just putting that you can't go wrong and if she, even if she's like no 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 that's fine you didn't do anything you just put your like you tried a little something that's fine yeah. no harm no foul um just choking her up tie us Oh we God, like dude, it. This is going to get Girl, everybody I know into trouble. In a way, no, no, no. Don't just do this without, at, like, just. Yeah, and make have, sure it's indoors listen, also. You, and you can start all of this by saying, if at any point you don't want to do any of this, I will stop and it. Start it with that cat's cradle thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't do, like, 
Don't go boat knot. Yeah. yeah. Go like easy. Just you can get stuff on um like all these websites have like th- oh. easy straps to put under the bed that you can hide before you're even fucking her on the bed. When you get on the bed, go just like take her arm, kind of go, hold on a second. And then she'll be like, wait, what? And then put one hand in the thing. Yeah. Then if she's into it and like, what are you doing? Do the other one. Then do the, uh, the then do the legs. Then if she's wearing a pair of underwear that are easier easily replaceable, for like uh, put on a put a sleep mask on her blindfold her this is the next thing these are all consenting obviously oh. ask for consent then this is like a writer's room when this try to get her underwear movie. off but you can't because her legs are down there and then take a scissors and fucking cut them off all right and just be like i don't even respect your underwear that is hot but make sure they're not a pair like hanky panky that are like 18 bucks a pop make sure these are some like yeah. you know like just what even actually if they were my good pair i would even respect it more i'd be like this fucking guy doesn't give a fuck about my nice you're gonna and then he would like give pay me for them later or whatever that's yeah. hot and then here's the yeah. other thing get her venmo <laughs> this guy can do with his girlfriend of four years he knows her well enough to be yeah. able to try all of this don't do this on like a first date but then i would say <laughs> yeah. treat her see if she likes to be uh slutty see if you maybe yeah. you can like it, see whatever yeah, you know what i want to know i want to know what corral. he's into <laughs> whatever he's into she's gonna like she girls go. just want their girls just want to feel like a guy's like and y'all take a bath first too though i think that's important yeah get her in the bath set it up so or take your own baths i think just every cleanliness is always good but he's well. asking how to spice it up i feel like he's not saying that he said it got monotonous not like musty yeah that's not his problem <laughs> is the bath but yeah we'll start who's not taking a bath to, to i like a good shower no matter what yeah if i'm having sex or watching tv I mean, anything once you get I like in a relationship then you go babe this is at your own swim at your own risk yeah, yeah. because you i'm telling you right now it's not good like morning breath sometimes you're like it's bad and they don't care that's kind of hot too but here's here's a good one good girl okay this is when you push her to do things that might be a little too whorish beyond her comfort zone and like she's like if a girl's sucking your dick and you grab her hair a little aggressively and you say good girl sorry i'm not trying to turn anyone on it's really it really is good girls love hearing good girl and then the final one is uh tell us we can't come try to make us come and then say don't you fuck don't you dare come oh like david blaine kind of thing don't do it and be like and and be like if you come i'm gonna be really upset with you like just you don't even have to be like i'm gonna punch you but like or like i'm gonna you're not gonna you're gonna get the whip you maybe or something yeah it or so I'm just going to be really disappointed in you. And she's going to be like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. And go, but I'm going to try to make you come, but you're not allowed to come. And like, try to, if you have that power dynamic, and then when you tell her to come, I swear to God, it will be really, really good. And no guys know that one. And that one is a, that one's real good. That one's a lifesaver. Yeah. And to, to answer your, wait, what were you asking before? Just to p- spice it up. I no, I have, he had a question for me before this. Oh. I think he meant just like get a card or something. Is what I'm, I think the no, guy meant, he meant something. He meant bedroom you stuff. You think? Yes. But do he you... said the sex is kind of monotonous. Yeah, you're right. You're He's right. talking about sex. And these are simple things. These aren't even like uh, bring lube into blowjobs. Lube makes things so like sexy and wet and like pornographic that you like, st- girls, stop just trying to g- exist on your own wetness. Like just bring in lube. Yeah. And then, br- and then I literally bring you in toys. You got to outsource. Toys. Okay. That guy needs that guy, a, Hold a, on. This guy's just... Who even knows These are what's for, going. But I'm giving a grab bag for your listeners because so many people are in stagnant sex relationships. Yeah. Bringing a toy into bed is so hot because I will tell you, don't be threatened by it because when a guy brings a toy in, I go, like I was telling my friend the other I'll day, I was, I was hooking up and this guy usually. was, <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah, bring, <laughs> bring your Legos. <laughs> when this guy was going down on me and it was just not what yeah. I wanted, it wasn't oh, yeah. going to work out, uh-huh. you know? 
But he was doing other things. He was doing hand stuff that I was like, now that's good. But the other stuff is just a distraction and I can't get there. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, can I just use my vibrator? And he was like, sure. And it was such a much better orgasm than I could have done alone with a vibrator. So I did need him. And it was much better than I could have done alone with him without, like, because we weren't, I was not having sex with him. So okay. I was like, but you know what I'm saying? Men shouldn't be threatened by toys. Are you threatened by them if a girl's like, I don't think I am. I'm, I how just. How do you not know if you are? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Jesus Christ. I have no idea anymore. I, what I'm trying to say is, uh, I think, I think it's like. What, Theo? Huh? What? Oh, dang. I, uh, I'm just saying that. Yeah, the guy's having a good. The guy's having a tough time, and now you'll be able to help him out. I think that that's good. I think the guy can now have sex with his wife. And you're, I think you're making my advice seem like too much, but I think it was fucking spot no. on. And I think your listeners are. Oh, a lot of men need it. They're gonna need a it. A lot of men need it, and Look, a lot of girls we, need this. This is for the ladies too. Like, we gotta stop pretending like we all know what we're doing. We don't, and we got. Well, I get afraid to talk about stuff that I like. That's one of my things. You know, you I'll get, get afraid, afraid to, to talk about it. I'll get afraid to bring stuff up. Okay, so what is something you can you admit something that you like here that maybe women wouldn't know that men like that are is one of these things that I'm kind of sharing with you that you're like oh I didn't even know to think to do that is there something in bed that a girl's done it before and you're like that's a good one mm, I just like kind of like sneaky stuff like if I I like more of like a uh, I don't like somebody who's all like fast and like it feels like they're trying to like Brazilian jujitsu me I like more <laughs> some I'm like a a little bit more of a uh, of like a, making love? No, I don't need like. Uh, you want a Counting Crow song playing in the background? <laughs> no, I don't need it like that. Fading no, but I don't mind things. Sometimes a little bit more. Like sometimes you get somebody in there. It's just like they're so just like rah rah rah. It's just yes, like yes, you got to be Jesus on the same energy Christ. level. Like yes. sometimes it is like, ah, but some like yeah, it, too fast is like I learned about blowjobs, which I didn't know from my guy friends. Is that a lot of girls start at like a ten. Like yeah. you start sucking dick and you're like, I'm giving it my all. And it's like, start at a two. Don't give them what you got. Go to a four. Keep it at four. Go back down to two. Yeah. Go save down to seven one. Through ten then for go your to wedding. seven. Save seven through ten for the future. Just save it for the end. Yeah. Like, I always went in really aggressive. Like, my first blowjob was terrible. My second, third, fourth. Like, I was so bad for so long. And I probably am not that good. But what really is good, I think, about a blowjob is you just have to enjoy it. So now I'm just like, I try to just go like, what do I want to do? Because if the guy thinks I'm having fun, he's going to think that he's like, he's going to feel what better if a about man, What if a man, Maybe, if know. you're given a oral and it's too fast, if a man tells you that, is that better yeah, if he tells you? too fast, too fast, too fast. Yes, that's it. Oh my God, that's but so good. But then sometimes good girl. a girl will look at you like she doesn't want to go slower, like she's in a hurry. No, no, no. Well, if someone can't understand that it feels better if you go slower and they're offended by that, that's not someone you should be with. Okay. And okay. if you're scared to communicate, and I've been like that, Theo. I've I had a uh, a guy once going down on me, and I was just like, "That's not, that's not." And I was just like, "If you do like right here, I like had the solution." You know, I was like, "Oh my god!" I you know, it's like a massage. You're mm -hmm. like, "No, no, no, up an inch or whatever." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And he just goes, "I got it." Like he kind of like like I was trying to figure out the directions right. on people don't want to yeah sometimes they want to just figure it out car navigation like <laughs> yeah. I got it you know like and I was like it's my pussy I actually got it like I know how to operate this thing but then part of this some but of that takes all takes away the magic I though. get it but no it's just like no it won't because as he starts doing something to the spot I just pointed out that I can't do myself and that I don't even know if he's gonna be able to but let's just see and then I come a lot like. They're, that will be magical. Girls don't care if it's like, he, you know what? He made me come. But the coolest thing is he found it without me telling. Like, girls don't talk like that. Just 
it, yeah. we're fine if you just do what we tell you <laughs> to do and do it well. It's like awesome. Yeah, you're right. So ask and tell girls because girls need to learn. I feel like I didn't learn how to do stuff until I was in relationships where it was like we could actually have some real conversations about what is good and what's bad. And it's yeah. like, why make it a guessing game if you know what you like? A lot of times is I didn't start masturbating till so long that I didn't and I didn't hook up with anyone for so long that when every all these magazines are saying like communicate with your man what do you like I was like I'm 32 and I don't know what I like I don't even know what to tell a guy yeah. like what do you want me to do down there I'm like just rub like I used do to want best, a guy to just rub his face in it so he hit something like I don't know the spot but now I know a better idea think about the uh, different quarantine purchases you made maybe you bought a bunch of uh fresh squid ink bath bombs or maybe you bought a uh a lean to or something or a native american home well one of your biggest purchases of the year usually is insurance and america's americans overspend on car and home insurance by billions each year yep billions that's where the zebra can help you the zebra it's the nation's leading insurance comparison site for car and home insurance. In minutes, you can compare policies from every major provider for free, all in one marketplace. After a few quick questions, the Zebra pairs people with the right insurance company for them. Make insurance your smartest purchase yet. Visit thezebra.com slash Theo. You can support this past weekend by visiting thezebra.com slash T-H-E-O. Wouldn't it be great if there was a, a little manual or a pamphlet that helped you be better, helped you focus and sleep and act? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace, it's a daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. It is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. I've used Headspace. I enjoy it. I enjoy meditation. I enjoy creating space inside of me between me and the way that I behave. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits. 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel happier. And Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash Theo and support the podcast. That's headspace.com slash T-H-E-O for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. Headspace.com slash Theo. Well, this guy's beautiful, honestly. Oh, my God. I'm going to say that. Wow. What up, Theo? What up, Nikki? Hi. Here by the pool. I'm a 22-year-old guy, you know, on the hunt for that uh, that kitty. I'm always looking for different ways to approach a girl at a bar. So, Nikki, the question's for you. What Thank is the God. sexiest ways a man can approach a woman at a bar? Gang, gang. Gang, brother. There you go, dude. I mean, that energy, like, watch your video before you approach a woman at a bar and mimic whatever it was that you were putting it in, out in that because that's a sexy guy. <laughs> and like the way I was just mesmerized by that, it's just like very like, hey, yeah. I know who I am. Hey. And that, you know, that guy I comes used to up, work here. Kind I don't, of vibe. I've never been hit on like in public, but some things that I would like to hear is like, I'm sorry, you're uh, really stunning and seem great. And uh, 
Oh, that's not like something I would say. It sounds like mine. Be honest. How about honesty? Like, you were the hottest girl in this bar, and I know that's a line, but like, if it's true, fucking, we want to know. What about like this? Hey, you seem like, uh, hey, I just honestly, I had to come over and say hey to you. Love it. I love it. And she'll be like, hi. And then you can just say, um, I don't even, I didn't even have a plan for this. But what I like, one thing that I like that my friend used to do was, uh, he would give his email to a girl. Mm. Like he'd see a girl in the park and, and like on a bench and be like, here, uh, I think you're really cute. I'd love to take you out. Here's my email. So let me know if you want to go out and it's email so it's not as threatening. And if I don't hear from you, I'll convince myself you lost that. But I hope I do. And oh. then, uh, then leave. But like That's that is hot bad. because he, he didn't give me his number. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of like, Okay, I need to like prove this guy worthy of getting my, his number. So he kind of negs you in a way with just the email. Right. And then he also makes it so like either way he's going to be fine. And you're like, oh, well, then that was hot and confident. And just what that was confidence. Just exude that and don't yeah. wear a shirt and and lose one of those necklaces. <laughs> a lot of places you can't even get into without a shirt, like though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, okay. Just a deep V. Just kidding. Do never deep V. Never really? ever. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, I don't have any of those anymore. Um, after this conversation, <laughs> I don't. Uh, what else is going on? So, how are you meeting? Are you meeting people now? Oh, if yeah, you're not dating? dating, um, I I thought you were dating your opener. You guys don't date. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew Colin. Andrew Colin is my roommate. He's my best friend. He's my opener. He was my. I met him as my dog walker. He's a hilarious comedian. Okay, we have you a didn't podcast say no together. Yet. Hold on. We have a podcast together called the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Monday through Thursday. It's like a day, it's like a morning radio mm-hmm. show every day. So I would love if people would subscribe to that. He's fucking hilarious. I thought you guys knew each other. I thought you were good friends. Um, like because he have loves you. Met before he loves you. I love you. We share your He's clips very all the funny time. Man. And we just we just think the world of you. But it's it's uh. So I was like, you got to come with me. To, to oh, that's thing. sweet of you. So he's in another room, but um, no, we have never we've ne- that we don't have that. It's like we're uh like best friends, and it's okay. just platonic. And people are like, "How could that be?" And I no, don't it's know. Good. It's, it's nice. just like Look, I, I think it can. We have be. boundaries, and yeah. and it's great. I live with I live in St. Louis with him. I convinced him to move from New York to St. Wow. Louis because I didn't want to go back to New York or LA because I could get a fucking amazing place in St. Louis. It's by my parents. I was there for the whole pandemic. And I was starting a podcast and I knew I needed a co-host. And I was like, I also want, I'm lonely. I want a roommate. I don't have a boyfriend. That's awesome. I don't have, my friends all are married. So Andrew, will you move here? We got a fucking gr- penthouse like apartment in St. Louis for fucking cheap. We're living the life. We're doing our podcast at home. We wake up and we just meet. He's got a, a girlfriend. I'm trying to like date guys. My ex-boyfriend's back in town. And Where are you just, meeting these men though? And I love hearing I, this. Um, I recently fell in love uh, for the like the in a deep deep way for the first time in my life and I'm like oh my god yeah it's crazy and it's already over but it was awesome and I met that person in person like on a on a job mm. and it was just like uh, it was it only lasted like three White weeks guy? yeah wow in three weeks so it was like mad love like it yeah. was like this fast furious kind of thing yeah it was a special thing but it was also like uh, people can't believe how I'm not like it was, and it only ended. Four weeks ago. Oh my god! And I am, and I thought so I was. Fresh. I told this person I wanted to be with them forever, like, or not that I wanted to, but like, you're one of many men I could probably see myself. And we all share a bed with. at night sometimes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but I didn't have sex with them because I don't have sex with people until they're my, uh, till my they're my like boyfriend. You know, like not boyfriend, but like just they're committed to me and like yeah. want to be with me. And so we didn't ever. It, it didn't end up being that because we wanted different things, but. Mm. 
I um, but it was so nice to fall in love and like Theo. I don't know that. Have you ever been in love? It's scary. Yeah, I've been in love, man. When I was young. No, man. Like hot, like love where you're like, I'm ready to like be with this person forever. Where you're like, I'm re- like, I think I might like, like them no matter what kind of love. Like, what do you and, mean? Like, like they no matter love what, you like back if there's a fire like, or anything? Well, like, I've been in love before with guys and felt like I was, I was like literally probably in love with Dave Matthews in high yeah. school. Like the feelings I felt for him were so intense that they really yeah until he opened his bus like uh, the urinal of their oh, bus up over that hotter. bridge remember that some really kinky shit and it hit all those people yeah. on that bridge yeah i love scat play <laughs> i love when he's scatting oh wait no that's the gym i think that was a, yeah i think he was opening up for jim norton <laughs> <laughs> on the jim norton yeah tour. that was that was a bad moment in the um, um dave mathis they pay, you know how they do the river green for st patrick's day in chicago yeah. he was celebrating um Another holiday that associated with, I couldn't think of one. I didn't even want to try. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't know. Um, That would have been a fun joke to make. uh, Do you think sometimes that as we get older, our brains get a little less acute for making jokes? Have you started to notice that No, there was, the jokes were there. I just couldn't make them because it seemed like it might be racist or something. Oh, I see. Like if they paint it green for St. Patrick's Day, it's brown for... I'm shit, what's a shit holiday? Right. I don't know. Oh, I just gotta, go to like brown. What's like the most crazy thing to say about the color brown as my joke brain? And then I go like racial jokes. Right. And then I can't make any of those. So I just go, ah, I'll just stare at Theo and said and, and laugh. And th- But you're right. I feel like as I get older, yeah, we're getting slowly like more stupid. Sometimes I wonder if my brain gets a little less acute sometimes. You're, but... you're busting out limousine of rats. <laughs> You're just fine. Like That's you, easy, I watch your shit sometimes and I go, it's who I was showing you to someone. I was showing you to the person I was in love with oh. actually. And I was like, he is the funniest. And I, he just goes, it's like his brain works. It's like, I go, it's just, he's just so you're well known as someone who is just like, Justin Lake and I were actually talking about you. It wasn't Justin Lake, but we were talking about you the other night and just saying like how like your you're so that your talent is so unique and like you've always been that way but it's just like it's just so cool to see you just like really refine it and i i just love watching you and you're so funny but i don't think you're you will get more demented this you're peaking but it's downhill from here because you know like well gary shanling did you watch that thing Mm -mm. the judd apatow uh documentary the three-parter it's so good but you see this guy that is a genius kind of start to lose his mind what happened to him you know, he he was starting to get paranoid about things. Like, I, who knows what it was? I forget what happened. I think his health was deteriorating, and so his brain, as a result of those things, I forget that it, there, it could have been a specific thing that was leading to this. But he's, you know, there's a scene of him on Conan l- later on in his life before his death, where he's just not sharp, and it's like talk. You feel like you're watching your uncle being interviewed, like mm. that has good jokes, but like oh, it's just yeah. the timing's off, and it's like this. It's sad to see. And I know it goes. Like if I change. smoke too much pot, my 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 jokes don't get worse, but my memory for what the fuck I'm talking about gets worse. So it gets more like disjointed. So that's I I I I definitely feel deteriorating from just like not sleeping. From do you feel that way? That you? Oh, uh, I think sometimes. Yeah, I just did problems? a I just went through a ketamine therapy too. I just did a ketamine did? therapy for like two weeks. Yeah. Oh my god! So Wait, when did you do that? My brain is a little. I felt a little slow. Even in this conversation, I felt a little. Theo, I wish I would have known that. Wait, what? Can you just quickly tell me what led you to do that and what it was? Yeah, like, what led me to do it? I met this lady, and she had done it. 
And so I'm asking like, why do you need ketamine therapy? Oh, because I was having so much pain. I was literally having so much physical pain yes. from stress yes. that I was like, I have to try something different. So I already just wanted to try something new, you know? Um, and so ketamine for stress, they, for physical pain because it, they know it's mental. Well, cause I feel like it's definitely psychosomatic pain. It like it, it comes literally Which from stress, from like things, from thoughts and like stressful yes. moments that it happens. Have you in, read that back pain book, Sarno? Mm -mm. It's all about that. Like. I will this, read it sometime, but but I'm just saying I probably this is won't like, read it. Actually. No, you won't. But let me just say it's a book that has healed so many. My back pain included. Mm -hmm. You read it and you learn that your back I don't pain, have any back pain right but, now. But but you know whatever you were trying to treat, the fact that you were able to acknowledge like this is stress and I need to treat the stress, not the physical element. People are getting yeah. back surgeries, and it's all because it's their subconscious mind is like rerouting pain that they don't want to feel up here to the weakest parts of their skeleton. So your bulging disc is not supposed to hurt as bad as it does. It right. is there, but you don't need surgery on it. You need to just acknowledge that it's stress. You don't even need to fix the stress. You just okay. acknowledge that it is and it will it will go away. Amen. But then you slowly treat it. But ketamine therapy, is your pain gone now? Well, a couple things happened. I mean, I feel like it has been going away. I also quit caffeine about two and a half weeks ago. Okay, Theo. So I'm trying both those things right so now. Late. I am totally obsessed with uh, caffeine addiction because I am addicted to it. And I know you asked about my Zevias if they were caffeine. So I, I did note that early on. Caffeine addiction is from my... Uh, I tried to quit caffeine for 20 minutes and was like, oh felt like God. I had COVID because of the symptoms of like in the morning, like the depression, just malaise, lethargy. It's, lethargy. It's, I think it's lethargy, but lethargy too, if you want to say it that way, um, which is wrong, but it's fine. Um, but you, did you experience that? Did you experience like, how did you do a I podcast? have been tired, I think. I think I've been tired from not some of the caffeine, but also I feel, I definitely feel like some of the, 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 acute pain from the stress going away yeah. so that feels pretty good and then the ketamine thing some of it was cool like some of it got a little scary i was kind of glad when it was over i was like what, what how does it go it's just like you go they hook you up to an iv you're in there with a therapist and so you just start talking about stuff and then you like your brain kind of goes through like these warp zones and stuff and you literally i mean it got way i mean i remember i remember at one point i thought it was a cryptocurrency like it, you get you go pretty well, deep. It you might be you a go. little bit slower than you normally are, but you didn't affect your. I love that I'm clearly seeing that whatever you did did not affect how funny you are and the way your brain yeah. works. Because I think so many people are scared if they treat this stuff, they won't be as funny. Well, I just wanted to try it. Like or I feel like same. I'm healthy enough to try it. I'm healthy enough to have an experience from it. You know, in the end, I still feel probably like. You know, a lot of my stuff is spiritual in nature, and I probably yeah. just need to have a relationship with a higher power for myself. Do you? But I, I, it could be better for sure. I mean, I have one, but it certainly could be, you know. I just a, got one, too, a, good day -to -day a year practice. ago. And, like, or I've been trying to have one uh, within, a like, about over a year and, like, accept a God or higher power or, like, admit that I'm not in control of all the things. And that's kind of, like, about the acceptance of, like, oh, okay, I'm, I want to masturbate, so I'm masturbating. I want to smoke weed. Okay, I'm smoking weed. Like, the gentleness of, like, it's a, you not, you're not in control. Just do, just be. And, right. And the higher power thing and raise, being raised as an atheist, I don't know how you were. Are you always raised as atheist, really? Yeah, like, we really were, We were raised with much. But we didn't, I, I just picked up things from around the neighborhood, we, you know, pamphlets. My family loathes religion. Loathes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, like, you know, like, if you believe in God, you're probably dumber. And you probably, like, the, those are the things I kind of grew up with. Like, I, 
My parents would watch catch me watching Seventh Heaven, and they'd be like, "What's going like, on here? Go memorize some fucking Marilyn Manson lyrics or something." You know, like go. They they would be like disappointed. I would go to Christian Young Life camp because yeah. it was just to flirt with it's boys fun, and my friends, yeah. and I like singing songs. I like singing Sweet Caroline, ba ba ba, like yeah. those moments. And they were just like, you know, it's Christian. Do you feel- and so now I feel really weird being like telling my parents, I, be- my, my, I was living with my parents over the summer mm-hmm. and I was so depressed that I was started praying mm-hmm. because I just had no hope left. I was, when you mentioned ketamine, I was like, tell me about it because I was so depressed that I called Neil Brennan being like, oh, yeah. no, I, I called Gary Goldman actually being like, I was about to call Neil, but it didn't get that desperate. But I called Gary Goldman being like, I'm going to check myself in somewhere because I'm fucking want to kill myself like I'm not going to but yeah it's bad my brain is turned against me and and because my parents I'm living with my parents they're like you hosted Kimmel last week you have all these tour dates everyone's like you have you're doing nothing is there's nothing that spurred this and it's like I don't know what's going on here but I got caught praying one day because I was trying to talk to a higher power trying to just like act as if there is oh yeah yeah. okay I'll just pray next to my bed like I am like a little yeah. mormon like girl like i don't know how to pray so i get on my but bed doesn't it feel like something i feel like when i put some like if i talk inside of myself subconsciously to a higher power yeah. and i'm not saying your higher power has to be any specific religion i'm it not saying anything like be, that yeah but if you do that i feel like something hears me yeah it does and i feel <laughs> like it's that i don't think that's a crazy thing i haven't always felt like that in my whole life you know i but i feel it's like so, it does, I can't and then it's I nice so because then it. life every day isn't just my responsibility. It's not just up to you. That's what I love about it too, because you as someone that emancipated for since you were fourteen, my whole life everything's been up to me. It's it always has. been you, so and I'm now you learn as soon as you finally accept it. Which, as someone who didn't believe in God and like to accept that there's someone looking out for me and that always is with me, even when I'm like having a relapse or like always, you know, I I kind of. Um, my my like biggest problem is like I, I quit drinking but I, my biggest problem is like eating disorder stuff and it's like even when I start to do those behaviors that I know lead to bed or I'm smoking too much pot I'm just like if I sit and acknowledge like whoever's looking out for me this is the way it's supposed to be and just like then I the behavior doesn't it, it doesn't affect you so much it doesn't oh, I I see it. like saying. I'm just like okay someone's here with me like I got nervous the other day but it's hard to remember to do that that's the thing of just being like Hey, sometimes I talk to dead friends mm-hmm. and I feel like that helps me of like, hey, can you not help me? Like, hey, will you please get me this special with HBO? Please get have them give me a special. I don't ask for things, but I go, will you help me be okay no matter what happens with this mm. HBO special? And yeah. that's what I ask for. And that just, whether or not it is true, it just fucking, it helps. Yeah. But it's Well, hard. it just feels like, a nece- it feels like some... To have some connection to some other, to a higher source just feels like, I don't know. It used to seem like it was part of life so much more. Even if you go back to Native Americans, like their spirit animal, the spirit, you know, like the fact that they would like pray to the sun and the moon and like to the water and like how it all works. And then here we are out here just like, you know, it's like these things we've created uh, you know all this technology and all this stuff like it has so much more power you know it takes all our attention like you're saying it's, but it's not very rewarding though I don't think it no. gives us much of a reward but sometimes I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling and I just go you know what and I'll acknowledge it I'll go you've been scrolling a while and you're not feeling good about this I just go either you make a decision do you want to keep doing this and if you do just do it you know don't have this right like, right Ugh. yeah don't also do the thing where you feel bad about yourself yeah just do it but acknowledge that you're doing it and i know we gotta wrap things up but um fuck what was the thing that you were saying about how long have we been going praying so long hour 20 
Have we really? Mm -hmm. It flies by. JC, fam. Yeah, just Ordered be, some lunch, too, actually. Um, um, it's just... A, I like, want to know what you think about... Uh, sorry, go on. Yeah, the, but anyway, I, I got really depressed, but the thing that saved, I got like diagnosed with ADHD. And you have ADHD like, as, a, as, a, as, an, as an adult, adult woman? And I never was diagnosed what? with it, but I went and got like, you know... Are you on the meds tests. now? Yes, and Dang, that maybe. is... I just... It's it's scary to like be dependent on something, but I'm also on antidepressant meds. I just don't want to have thoughts of killing myself. I'm tired of it. I'm not. Yeah. It's it's like what is that? I wouldn't even like sit and think like how am I gonna kill myself? I'd just be like sitting here with you, and then I would just like think of, and I'd just like ah. And well, meditation and how many Native too. Americans killed themselves? You know they. Really? I wonder. I don't think many did. Uh, you know, bow and arrow like this. I know. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> I, I think they might have. They might have sacrificed themselves, but I think that's a total different mental and spiritual yes. animal than just like. Uh, and you're doing it because your dad made you because you yeah. have to sacrifice a virgin on the first full moon or so. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think uh, it's it was not just something you different. really want to do. But so, yeah, suicide, I think, though, is like, yeah. It's I like think it's why you see a lot of people trying to get back into things that are just more like. You know, I think it's one of the nice things about actually having uh, getting a place that's not in Los Angeles. I just feel there's a little bit more nature around me. It's like I can go run a few times a week around this Lake Radnor, and it's like it's just a couple miles. Do you but worry it's just about nice. seeing where you're going running? You know, huh? You're gonna have, do you care if like the gang gang shows up on your run? Oh no, I don't. That's cool. I see people out there a lot. Oh, that's I see fun. people when I'm running by. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly a lot of uh, Arabs like to go walk by the. Arabs use a lot of parks. They'll use a lot of parks if mm. you notice that. No, I am. Middle Eastern people love to use parks. They're smart. Parks, like getting out in nature, it really does. It makes a huge difference. It's a big like, thing. I, yeah, I was just in like the Cayman Islands and I was oh, on an damn, island for huh? two and a half months, dude, and there's no COVID down there. I just stayed. And then the show ended and I stayed two more weeks because I'm like, I'm not coming back until the States need me for something. It was wow. awesome. You're working on a show? Yeah. What kind of show is it? Um, It's a, I can't say, but okay. it's, I'm, I'm host. I don't, when is this coming out? Tomorrow. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm hosting a show that I can't, it's going to be out this summer, but it's like, oh, fun. It was my, it was the, the best thing I've ever done. It was? Yeah. It was wow. amazing. After I, like I accepted a gig that I truly accepted on based on hearing the name of it and mm -hmm. being like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like I, I'm loving my life right now, and I feel like you are too. Like I feel like we're just doing things that make us happy. You also you were killing yourself a second ago. No, 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 that was last summer. Oh, oh, my bad. This was I no. Was I, now. I got over my depression probably in the fall because I went and got treated for it, and I like on a dime started treating my ADHD, mm -hmm. and I have not had one suicidal ideation since then. Wow. But. Over the summer, I was in a really dark place, and it could come back because I've had those throughout my life. Do you feel? See, one of my goals, I would like to get off of antidepressants. That's one of my goals, which is one of I the know. main reasons why I tried the ketamine therapy because it's had a lot of success with getting people off of antidepressants. So. I also want to do mushrooms and um, LSD to treat. Yeah, people are trying a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm. Gonna I also do it. want to go to Burning Man. Huh? Do you like Sam Harris? I got his app. The uh, Wake Up. Yeah. yeah. Sam Harris is. The reason good. I'm, I'm a, a a better person that now than I was the summer. Yeah, he he so and many others. There's a lot of good stuff out there. There's you no know? free will. There's a lot that. of junk out there too. You know that's a tough thing. You oh know? yes, and he might be like. No, I don't say I, he is. I'm just saying, no, but there's but a lot of junk. He might be like I know that I fall for shit all the time oh, online. Yeah. You know, I didn't fall for that Gwyneth Paltrow thing that everyone was passing around with the vajandals or whatever. No, she said there was some headline the other day that was like through the pandemic. It's been really tough. One night I even had to eat bread and everyone's going, oh my God, I lost my grandfather. But it was fake. She oh. didn't say that. 
I'm not shocked. Yeah, the see that that's the thing. She maybe said a comment, but they're like it's not real. Well, the, all nothing in the news, none of this is real. But all I of this... but Sam Harris is someone that has like his app is so helpful for if you're going through depression or just existential crisis. But mm-hmm. and the fact that there's no free will has really helped me too. Well, I think uh what do you Look mean there's into... no free will you mean? Look into it. If you read Sam Harris's book Free Will, the concept that you have any control over anything you do, you want to talk about I, you're not in control of your own life. Uh-huh. You're really not. Because it's too much of a concept. This might, if by any, by the way, this freaks anyone out right now, the idea that you're not in control of your life because the fact is you're not, that scares you. You should probably not trigger warning because some people with like psych, psychiatric dis, like illnesses can't handle this. Wow. But basically... Uh, free will doesn't the idea that you are controlling anything you do the idea that I'm like oh I'm gonna pet that rat and I did it okay yes I had the thought though of I'm gonna pet that rat did I choose that thought did I go I could do anything right now and I'm gonna go choose no it just popped in my head so anything that you can argue is a choice Mm -hmm. is a thought that popped in your head that you did not that you pulled out of nowhere you didn't choose who your parents were you didn't choose that your heart's beating much like those other things, you don't choose what you think. And everything you do is based on what you think. So if you're not choosing what you think, there's it's either completely random or it's uh, determinism, which is like it's already laid out. Does that make mm. sense? I mean, it slightly makes some sense. I mean, but I he, think oh, it sounds it just sounds like more that freaky. it sounds like a bigger thing that we'd have to unpack. You know, it sounds like a bigger. That's the basics. Kind of. And if anyone's interested, just I'm serious. Look into because it really helped me. Right. This concept, and I didn't know it was a thing. It's uh, it's a short book called Free Will by Sam Harris. I could see it taking a lot of pressure off of people because then it's like your the decisions and the choices you make are not as um, they're, they're not, not your gonna, fault. They're not going to hamper yourself as much either. Well, nothing's your fault. Like when they open up, this is a great example he gives in the book. When they open up a, a guy that shoots up a fucking mall or something, and mm-hmm. they they're how could he strip do this? mall? A strip mall. He shoots up a strip mall. They open up his brain. They do an autopsy. And they find, oh, my God, there is a giant tumor on his amygdala. I'm just making that up. I don't know if that. It it completely explains why this otherwise normal man had this complete shift and and shot up the, the mall. Actually, he would probably get a different charge because of that, right? Because it wasn't his fault. It was his brain. It was a tumor, mm-hmm. right? It's, a di- it's not premeditated, right? Even if he planned it, it wasn't his fault. It was a tumor. We have some sympathy for that guy in a way that we don't have for a Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Or a Ted Bundy who, whether or not they opened their brain and found something, we just go, that guy planned these things. He's a crazy person. When really, Ted Bundy didn't want to be born with the, he didn't choose the brain that made him a serial killer. Right. And you go, well, if I were Ted Bundy, I wouldn't have done that. Yes, you would have. Right. Because everyone does exactly what they're going to do. And there's no, it gives you immense empathy. And I'm not saying I, I forgive child molesters or, murderers or someone who could like hurt my family i would be furious because that's just human nature but i understand that when i think of child monsters i kind of i i'm so angry at what they do and disgusted by it but there's a part of me that's like no one would choose to be born with a brain oh yeah i think some of that there's a lot of sympathy they need to like get help and do what they need to get help but there's a lot of that i go they didn't choose that and people have a hard time that's a really weird concept but if you break it down, everything is something that's weird in your brain. So whether it's a tumor or just your brain's weird and we can't really see what's weird, it's still not your fault. It's your brain. Well, I think some of that will be interesting as we learn, you know, just as we evolve more and learn more and we start to see like, um, you know, empathy is such a big thing, you know, and just how much. Uh, Are you good with it? 
I think I'm pretty good with it, honestly, a lot of times. Because I've always felt that way, the way you're talking about. Like, even my friends that have gotten trouble for sex stuff, like, or friends that have gotten trouble, like, I usually always think, like, well, what happened to them? You know, like, how did it start? Like, Yeah, that's um, great. But, I mean, it still doesn't take away also, though, also, though, you live in an environment and a society and society is shaped where people have to have punishments well, sometimes and, re- and, 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 and well, things thing. that happen. And sometimes some people need to go back into the broth, man. I get know? it. And I understand that we want to punish people and say, like, you, you, I, you hurt my friend. I'm going to hurt you eye for an eye. But really, the reason we put these people away is because they harm society. And it's not it's not an example to people to not do that but it's it, it's it's not so much retribution because we should just be like wow that sucks that he's a serial killer and his brain is like that and we put them away but we put them away as an example of not what to do to not to not do what they do for people and we want people. them out there i got and, and we want to protect people yeah you gotta um, go Huh? No, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, you're gonna eat lunch here. Yeah, okay. Real, just real fast, but uh, or not. Real, but I'm just gonna have some lunch. But um, I love that. Yeah, I got Let's some do it chicken live. tenders. Um, oh. you don't like them? Oh, you can't tenders? eat them, huh? I. It's not that I can. I won't. Okay. Oh, and these are for me too. Oh wanna. yeah. No. Thank you. I, I'm. I'm not trying to be. People hate vegans, but. Um, are you vegan? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I. So can you give if you what if you do a BJ? Can you do a finisher? Yeah, it's not harming an animal. I mean, that's, <laughs> if you're doing it now, right. that is to be. That, that. Listen, a couple of my early ones, my first one might have harmed a fellow human because uh, I didn't know what to do with my teeth. But um, no, calm is what, like that's fine. You can or adjust seed. That. Most people call it seed. Most people call calm seed or semen. I don't go give me your. Se- I want your seed, but I, I feel like calm is the is the one. Really? Yeah, I call it calm. When you're in bed with a girl and you say, I'm going to, can you take my, can you ingest my seed? What do you yeah. say to her? I'm going to seed. I'm going to plant. Yeah, I'm going to harvest. That? Maybe. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I say come. No, I'll keep it going. So, uh, yeah, I don't eat, I don't eat animals because I love animals. Now, what if you met an animal and he's violent, he's killing other animals, stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, he's if like, I can kill him. But he's a Jeffrey Dahmer of animals. Still, he, we have to kill him because he's killing other animals. He's His sacrifice will be less than how much harm he could put in the world. See, that's one of the things overall. Sometimes you have to do things just for the greater good of yeah, everything. Yeah, that's what, that's what um, putting people in jail is for. Is But like... Well, do you believe in the death penalty then? No. I mean, by, by, these, by this logic, no, because... But... I, I believe in it because if I got that life sentence, I would I would really want to be put to death. Oh please! I believe in it just like a, as a I'm I'm advocating for the prisoners to like have that option. Like just I don't even care if their machine your chair's not working. Let's just do a, a, a shoot me. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather I like when the world ends and the wave comes. I just want to have a I want to have a gun just so I can like kill myself before some natural disaster. I that believe would be a better way to go than. Hopefully, else. I think some prisoners will wise up, and they will get the option to have the death penalty. Yeah. And some of them would choose. People are so scared of death. It though. would be better to go back into the amoeba or the the sphere that the, yeah, and have a new shot at a retro at a retribution of existence. I agree. Than it would be here and piddle around, and keep, like writing letters to the girl and you watch murdered. Old movies, yeah, yeah and just no. be a, some. Because then you're just part of some um, Get a documentary that some creep is gonna make because they they want to make money off the. Fact oh, I watch those someone. YouTube videos of like them interviewing sociopaths. I love sociopaths and psychopaths. I just what's a murder you could do and be honest with me? Okay, um, Bill Cosby. You could do rape. I could um, probably strangle him. 
Oh, you could kill him, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking no. about what's a murder you could commit. Oh. Um, like, what's a good Maybe crime? I shouldn't have said that then. But I would love to just see his eyes pop out even more as I slowly choke the life out of him for being probably a murderer and the most prolific serial rapist that yeah. any of us have ever known. Um, a murder I could do, g a gun. You know, like, if there was a burglar or something, like, I could stab someone. I could... Um, I could do anything in self-defense. I wouldn't like, my dad always says if a guy, you're in a car with a guy mm -hmm. and you, uh, he's taking you in an undisclosed location, mm -hmm. you're going to get murdered, right? If a guy grabs you and shoves you in a car and you're screaming, the, don't, don't try to like hang out for the car ride. Wherever you're going, you're going to get murdered. You got to jump out. So just oh. try to wreck the car even if you're on a highway. But the best thing to do if you can is like gouge their eyes. And that would be hard for me to do just to feel that. But actually it would feel great to someone like that is about to rape and murder you to just go and like dig as far as you can. And they're you have gonna, to do it. And then the car will flip but you have a better chance of surviving that than he's not going to take you to go do a podcast. You know, like you're right. you're going to. It's going to be bad. See, that's one thing I think that's tough for a lot of women is you have that uh, that chance out there of getting sexually assaulted. You have the chance to get like if somebody picks me up, they just are going to want to either spend time with me or give me a ride. That's what I was thinking about the run. But hold on, Theo. This brings us to one of the one of the moments I'll never forget about you that mm -hmm. I had on the street in front of the improv on Melrose. Do you remember mm -hmm. you were coming back from your car? I was leaving the Melrose improv. It was probably like 2000. 17 and I was on a jog no you were you were um coming back you went to like you were maybe coming wait hold on I was walking that way you were yeah you were coming back to the improv mm -hmm. from your car or maybe going to get something or maybe you were coming for the first time I go hi Theo and I see you and I pass you on the sidewalk we're kind of further down I think I remember this west little. from Melrose you'll remember it because you go I go hey and it's kind of in like a couple blocks more where the comics park it's see it's scary it's coming it's mm -hmm. seedy you know and so oh, I do remember this. And now. I was walking. And it was in a part that's a little scary. And I go, "Hey!" And then you bet you pass, and you go, "Don't get raped." And I go, "Yeah, thanks." I was just like, "Fuck you," because I was annoyed because it's like if you think if if that is sincere of like, "Hey, be careful." Yeah. Just walk me to my car. You know where I'm going. Yeah. And then also. Like it's up to me whether or not I get raped is the other kind of it's a funny thing to say because it's like oh, no, course, that's a big reach. You no, know I'm saying but but the just being like don't get it's just saying something flippant about a thing that I actually fear every time I leave there. Right. But you didn't know that. And so it was me going like I go thanks and I'm in my car just like Ugh, God that was not a fun interact. I d didn't care. I, I really did get to a place of like he doesn't know he doesn't know the experience of being a woman and like didn't yeah. think about it. It was just we were like you were like uh, we were awkward almost you were just like hi and just like said something. We all do that, so I forgive you, but then you texted me right after it, and we're like, hey, I'm really sorry, that felt so weird, and that wasn't cool to say, and I should have walked you. You like said all the nice things in a text like right after, and oh, I, that nice. always meant a lot to me, but, and I could tell that you were like, but yeah, just walk in my car next time. Yeah. Do you walk girls to cars? Yeah, I'll walk girls to cars. I'll make sure they get in the vehicles, get girls Ubers, you know? Yeah, I think I do all that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't know why I said it. Maybe I thought that it was uh, just a good, maybe this, the environment was right for the joke. No, I don't it's, know. it is because also I'm a comic and that's a funny joke. Well, that's a tough thing too. When you're talking with comics, it's like, and it's like, that's the thing that sucks about the world. It sucks that you couldn't make a race joke a few minutes ago without everybody thinking you're a fucking racist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? it's like, like you just have to. And you kind of can. It's like, you don't have to be. But I that. might catch someone in a vulnerable state. Like you caught me in a vulnerable state where right. I was already thinking about being raped. And I might say a race joke and it catches someone who's watching who is black and was discriminated against today all day today. They didn't get something because they are black. It's just they know it. And then they hear me say a racial joke and it just makes them go like. 
God, another fucking thing. Like, right. it, it can catch someone in the wrong time. I agree, but so, then we've gotten to this space in the world where it's like- I don't want to like, toe around that, but I also, I want a career. Right. And I want to be able to say things because we have to do things that's for the common good. Like, it's gotten to this point where it's like, you're never going to make everybody on Twitter happy. Everybody has a voice. Now it's impossible to make everyone happy. And so yeah. you have to be able to take some risks in every in every facet of I life. Do now. You know? Because don't you know that like and you I have know to do things I'm... for the common good? It's like ninety nine point five percent of people would just laugh at the joke. Yes, and you then know? there's that, and there's that one person that's had a tough day. Yes, they've had a tough day, but we're also starting to raise people to think that just because they've had, and speaking of that, is that had a bad day, canes yeah. that I'm having. Uh -oh. But do you like this or no? No, I don't. You mind. can't have it. I can't. I can't have any of it, and I don't really. Do you I mind love, men that I love eat birds, it? and so eating chickens to me seems crazy. But if a man eats it, was that deter no, you from no, being no. around I that mean, man? I mean, I really like a guy to maybe wrap his head around like understanding, because I don't not eat chicken because it's not good. That's fucking delicious. Everything you're eating is something yeah. that I enjoyed for years of my life, and I'm I do miss. Yeah. But I don't do things that sometimes that I want to do because it's right. Like I don't murder people that I want to murder. I don't. Yeah. hit my friends I don't hit my mom sometimes when I want to hit her because it's not good for the greater for the world and eating chickens know. and eating supporting chicken, but you have to be able to eat something at a certain point what's next and you can't have plant like you're not gonna a no, salad has feelings thing is so stupid the what's next I understand right. it but like when people go plants have feelings okay when when that's proven when plants are like I can see the humanity in a plant's eyes and I can see I can see a pig and I see my dog at a pig. It's not a hard thing to do. Right. I understand people can separate fish and squids, even though my octopus teacher should ruin that for everyone. They can kind of go, okay, those things are like insects. They're lobsters. They're like roaches. But when you eat a pig and a chicken, if you've ever had, I had a parakeet as a child. As a child, they were the best. That are beautiful. They were the best pets I've ever had. I loved that bird more than I've loved dogs. And I love dogs, but I had more of a connection. That bird had more of a personality. was smarter than my dogs. Mm -hmm. I... I mourn kiwi. And then one day I was like, chickens are fucking kiwi. Like kiwi, that parakeet and chickens, chickens might be even smarter than me. I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't chickens, matter if something's dumb though, because something's dumb doesn't mean to, it means it should be killed. We don't no. do that to humans. But mother nature kills us sometimes. Sure. And uses us to go back into the earth. Go and, hunt all you want. Just don't make animals suffer up until you kill them. I don't care. When, oh, it, I when agree an animal with that. dies, I'm like, fuck yeah. But it's not the killing. Put them out of their goddamn misery, much like the jail thing. Let it, The death penalty is great in a cow's life because the cow's existence up until the death penalty is what I'm bothered by. Right. And you can't guarantee that these animals are treated well. So many are up until they're slaughtered. But because you can't guarantee... I just, you know, sometimes I look at eggs and I go, I'll buy the most expensive ones because those yeah. are probably the ones that are treated right. But it's just a picture of a woman like holding a chicken and you're like, oh, that woman picked these eggs. Okay, I'm going to, it's like, no, that's the label. Right. I don't know unless my sister had chickens and I definitely ate those um, chickens. And look, the thing about it is, them. man, I think if you, I wish we knew, here's what I wish. I wish we could get inside the brain of a chicken and know if they mind or not. They definitely mind. They definitely, any, of course they I'm not they saying mind. they don't. I'm just saying I wish we had, and I think down the line we will have that ability. Yeah, and we're all going to look so stupid. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect and that everyone needs to go vegan, but to my mom won't watch The Octopus Teacher, this thing that humanizes octopuses, and like not humanizes, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes them, right. like you realize like they have emotions and this person, like it really fucks you up apparently if you watch this. And my mom loves calamari so much that she won't watch it. And she goes, I feel like if I watch that, I won't eat it anymore. And I'm like, then why... So you're living ignorantly so that you can protect yourself because you like 
fucking but then it's always going to be like that this so, but then it's just going to become whoever has owns the media is just going to be able to influence and then they create the products that they want us to buy then you know okay but like at least those products hopefully vegans are not doing anything wrong except wanting animals to I have be, nothing wrong like, with vegans be happy yeah and that's people people do have a lot i mean people are skipping this part. oh really people hate vegans the i used to hate vegans i used to have like a bit about it in my act and i dated a vegan and i was called oh, I, I don't made, care I if somebody's a vegan but don't make it. me like, have to be a vegan if you're a vegan <laughs> no i'm not making you i'm just kind of trying to say the same things that when i wasn't a vegan kind of made me see the other side and actually embrace it and really love it and i'm right. just sharing with you my experience of realizing that animals want to live just like we do and Pigs are terrified from the second they're born. Cows and pigs, most of them, I know not all, get plucked from the mom. They're scared the whole time. They're shaking. Then they're forced. Uh, they yeah. never have a single like moment of, no, it's not. Because Charlotte's Web is, that's a good experience. At least that pig knew some, like, like warmth. These animals never know warmth. A pet, never any, not one minute of it. From the time they're plucked from their mom until they're put loaded on trucks, they're they're stuck in pens. They're just they're just made to get fat. That there's no one that's caring about their needs. So this animal that is capable of d deep deep feelings like your dog never sees in its however long it lives life. It never sees a shroud of of kindness to it, and then oh. it's slaughtered. How can you? How can you do that? Well, shit. Look, I'm not doing it. I, I, I'm not doing that. I'm having some raisin canes. But I'm enjoying you know, it. I, I mean, I, you can take this out because eat what you want. I really, I don't care. I'm just saying what I learned. That that's why I can't eat meat anymore, and I fucking hate it because yeah. I miss fucking feta cheese. I miss frozen. So is part of I it that you just miss those things and you want to have them, and so you're angry at other people? I mean, that's the classic hack fucking I'm vegan you. joke. They're angry because they're weak because of protein. No, not, I didn't say that. I'm angry because <laughs> I just don't understand why people who love dogs and I know like, you know, dedicate their lives to saving dogs yeah. can eat pigs. I just don't get it. Can eat pigs that they know have never seen. If if, you, if one minute of what that pig that you're eating's life or that mm -hmm. chicken that you're eating's life happened to your, like, I don't know if you have a, you don't have a dog. You've never had a dog. I don't have a dog. I've considered getting a dog. I'm thinking about maybe getting a Welsh Terrier or something. Can you bring that up, Nick? Yeah. So if, if, as, and for people listening at home, if a minute of the pain that uh, a chicken that you're eating or a pig that you're eating's life, and I know it's not your fault, you didn't put them in that situation. You're just trying to eat food. I get it. Look at that. But if you're if you're a little Welsh terrier that you get someday that you're gonna love yeah. more than you ever even thought possible, loving a dog because that's what happens. Uh -huh. If you had, if someone inflicted that kind of life for thirty seconds onto a dog that a chicken and a pig experienced their entire life for thirty seconds, you would want to fucking murder. You would, you would have that person charged. With cruelty, yeah. they kept them in a box for thir that dog that, that it wasn't able to run. Its legs were uh, scabbed up. It had sores in its eyes. Like the things that happened to these animals, if we had a little bit of it for our precious pets, we would never tolerate it. Yet when we see, when we can't see the footage and we don't want to see it, so I just yeah. I didn't do it. And it's that kind of thing. And by the way, I definitely contribute to horrific injustices to human yeah, there's rights tons. it will never it end never i mean ends, at a certain point me, we can't I just, just chose one and right. that's my one cool yeah yeah i think um but yeah. yeah i still buy from amazon so i just want to be clear yeah i mean like yeah. i'm still part of the problem i mean it's crazy because like there's also countries where they eat dog and they eat like yeah. things that are major i pets. kind of like that they do i like that they go you know what we cow we're gonna fucking eat dog i wish we would start eating dog because it would make people wake up to the fact that why isn't this okay? I would have some dog. 
You should. You know what? It, I, I honestly, I don't want that to happen, but I do think that people need to wake the fuck up and realize that when you, when we go to China to like say, don't have this Yulin meat, dog meat festival, how could they eat dogs? But I think there used to be. If you had a pet be, cow, you would never fucking ever eat a hamburger But again. Nikki, I think there used to be times where there was like a connection between animals and humans and nature. And so if yeah. they took something's life because they needed to survive, then the, that's what they did. And the cow lived in, in, in natural environment it, or if it was farmed it was treated nice and had a good life i've now, always said we should hunt I, I i more value it when someone hunts with a knife against I like an animal when, Ro when people go what about when rogan hunts his elk i'm like do it those elk lived a good life they just like caught a fucking stray bullet like you things happen but at least they fucking fucked a lot and ate a lot and jumped over creeks and like had some adventures in their life that yeah. animals are supposed to. Have. So maybe you want more. You want animals, want to, animals have, to have have an adventure, have an out, outward bound experience. Each we there should take go. these animals and give them a week solution in the wild. Yeah, no, I love that. You want YMCA camp for these animals I just want a, while they make grow a wish up before, and that's what a lot of like. Ah, one more thing. There's a thing called in the vegan community that I would never do called bearing witness. Mm -hmm. And PETA does it a lot where they meet up with these slaughter trucks as they're coming in. The pigs are coming to slaughterhouse. They're packed into these things. And you can just see their snouts through these little cages and they're dying of thirst. They're just, they're basically dead because if they were dead, who cares? So when pigs are, when you, if I finished the soda and I was just talking to you, I would just start crinkling the can because I know it's trash. It's going in the trash. I'm not saving this. I'm not trying to make this. Right, right. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to give them the best last meal. I know it's that not this like can a prison system. It's yeah. a, a pig. So it's that's headed to slaughter. I'm going to, you just treat it like shit. So these pigs are in the worst conditions headed to slaughter. And these people go and just, it's called bearing witness because you, just to see. Just to honor a pig's but life most, and go like, I see you and I knew you were an animal that deserved more and I'm really sorry. And just to be there and like they hold they hold a vigil because it's sad and they they feed water to these thirsty pigs through the thing. And that to me is like, I could never do that. I can't even look at footage. I just read stuff and know because, it, but that's the kind of thing that I hear and I just go, th that's pretty much an outward bound experience of like, I'm going to show you a pet, the one gentleness you'll get your whole life because you've been kicked and prodded and living in shit and eating bad stuff that doesn't even taste good that's just gonna make you fat. I mean, it's just so sad. I mean, I think some of it is not people's fault though. Some no. of it is just the way that society has evolved. And also, if you have to if you have to feed a family, like there, there was no, uh, there's no opportunities for a lot of I people agree. to go do all types of certain things. Like, that's why if, I'm saying you don't have to go all vegan, just one, if you can do one meal where you eat. Sometimes like, you don't have a choice like that as a, as a parent that's trying to take care of their kids and I stuff. Get it. But there are plant-based options at Burger King now. Like, there's ways around it that taste good. I'm serious. I'm, I, I, I know that vegan stuff is expensive, and I can say that it's elitist of me to be able to, like, just go switch to plant-based. Get meals delivered to your doorstep. But there's really affordable options now, and that's really old rhetoric of being, like, it's too expensive. There's... There's ways no, that you No, but can... I'm just saying some people's lifestyles, it's not it. an option in their lifestyle. Well, I'm not telling... If, if that resonated with anyone... But if you want to will... do it, then you can do but it. I'm, I, all I do is I have to spread the message because it's shit like this that got me to adopt it. And so I know I might sound like a Jehovah's Witness right now, and I'm like, I have to spread the Lord's message. Yeah. That's what I feel in my heart for animals is my job. Yeah. And like I said, I am letting severe injustices of human injustices happen and I don't speak up for it because I this is just my cause I pick and I'm drawn to it mm -hmm. and I, it works I've made a lot of people go vegan and the only reason I went vegan is because vegans wouldn't shut the fuck up and so I know it works they were annoying as shit yeah and they finally got to me yeah. so I have to be annoying as shit there's no other way to do it
Well, sometimes things got to be said. Um, <laughs> you have a new tour that's coming, right? Yeah, man. One I'm night on only? No. Yeah, one night with Nikki Glaser. One night yeah. with Nikki uh, Glaser. It's um, it's like because it's all about sex. No, it's it's going to be um amazing. I'm so excited yeah. because, dude, my theater tour last time got stopped in the middle. You were doing theaters oh. for a while, right? Yeah, I had just finished my tour when COVID started. Your first one? Yeah. Like your first theater tour of yeah. clubs? What was it? Was it great? Yeah, it was cool. It was hard. I I had been already doing clubs for like a like in a row for like a year and a half. I was just exhausted. By the so end, I was tired. exhausted. That was so. what I felt on mine last year. It was just doing clubs up until the first theater tour date, and then all of a sudden it's a theater and people are paying more money. The pressure's on, and I did cool stuff like I finished with a dance. Andrew, uh, Colin, my co-host on Nikki Laser podcast, and uh, my best friend and roommate, and then my other best friend Anya Marina. Like she opened with music. Like I had a band open, oh, and wow. I brought my friends on the road. It was so fun. And then COVID happened, and it all shut down. Right, and then so, so we're you're firing up it back again. up. And I, in COVID, I've learned how to play guitar. I might like I'm gonna sing a song with my friend Anya, and like I might do like private concerts before my shows like at cafes in town where I just mm -hmm. do Taylor Swift like sing-alongs and mm -hmm. I'm not even joking you like it's I'm bad at guitar but I like singing Taylor Swift with other Swifties okay. with fans so I might start doing that but like the the show itself and my dad and I sang over the summer on oh yeah on I remember seeing we that we did a version of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's um uh that you know Shallow yeah but we rewrote it about me living at home with my parents and it was really fucking funny it was all about you know, I've got to leave, I've got to go and like hearing my parents fuck through the wall. But it was like, and it sounds like a dumb, it was really good. No, and I went to, I went to voice lessons and like learned how to sing like Gaga and it was fucking, singing is fucking fun. And my dad's an amazing musician. So Are you a good dad, singer or not? I, I can be, but I quit singing lessons and I, I smoke a lot of pot now, but apparently my singing teacher's like, you can do whatever. <laughs> I'll work with it. Like rock and roll artists smoke. So they smoke cigarettes all the time. Like you smoke pop. Oh yeah, I think everybody has some people have their times own a little day. vice that they take out with them. Yeah, and so I um I love singing and the this but the stand up show is not gonna be singing. It's gonna be me like roasting, like doing roast stuff, talking about roast because people love that and they expect that from me now. Is there any? I'm like, Ugh. is it a mixed bag though? There could be singing. There could be special guests. There could be whatever. There's gonna be like I'm gonna I. I really am excited about like the whole thing. Like it's just it's it's never gonna be boring. You're never gonna be watching something and going like, oh my god, I don't want to watch Nikki's friend like play music. It's gonna be like, this is fucking really fucking good. Like my friend Anya Marina is like a legit. I have friends that are talented that want to work and I can make them money this awesome? way. It's so nice. And then I get to bring my dad who's fucking sixty six. He's been playing in bars and at nursing homes during COVID, oh. like outside their windows. And what his name is, Jim? His name's EJ Glazer. And he's a he's such a good musician. He's always wanted me to sing and play guitar. And when I moved back home over quarantine, I, this thing that my dad always wanted me to do, and I was like, I'm not good at it. I'm not as good as you, dad. And I'd like... Like Billy Elliot, yeah. Like what does the J stand for? Ernest James? Uh, Edward uh, John. Edward John. Yeah. Yeah. He's very cool. And anyway, so we, uh, so I'm going to sing with him and then I might, and then I'm going to have special guests. Like I just, I'm going to fly my friends out. That's my new life. It's just like, dude, I love it. I love the fact you're able to kind of like MTV get into St. Louis. Yeah. And I know you have the MTV, uh, you're going to be hosting. But I was just saying that because I'm hosting them this week, I'm like out here. And instead of getting a hotel and just being like, I usually come out and do my stuff and then hang with my LA friends. I was like, in case my LA friends are busy or like whatever, I'm just going to bring my friends with me. And so I got a house in the hills no. on Airbnb and mm -hmm. like, I brought all my friends, like who I brought here today. It's like, so these things that I used to go like, I'm hosting this award show and it's like, it's me and my spray tan and like, <laughs> I'm alone and like, I don't even know what thing I'm gonna say and I'm like freaking out. It's like, I constantly have friends around that are like, 
You're fine. Like, let's play guitar for a second. Right. Oh my God, let's like talk about this funny thing I saw. Like, let's, it's just, it's so great to be in this position and to like be able to just, like today, just doing work that like you like. And getting comfortable. I think getting to a place in your life where you're comfortable to exist as you choose. Yes. That's one That's thing I think I, I hear a lot from you, even just in this conversation, is just getting to a place in your life where you feel comfortable existing. Um, like Period. I usually like before we started, I was like, oh, I want to check the shot to make sure. Like, should I wear this shirt? Am I looking like That's I'm okay, like trying though. to you be should. sexy? Because I'm always scared that someone's gonna go. She's trying to look hot when really, like, of course I am. I'm fucking single. This is like a platform to like right. get people's attention. Why wouldn't I look hot? Like, until yeah. I'm married, and I even think when you I'm look married. Great. So, but the <laughs> thing is, I um, if I don't, if I see this later and I go, because there's a lot of times I see stuff of me and any girl and lots of guys watching would relate where you just go like. I am disgust. Like I have really low self esteem when it comes to my looks. Like, oh yeah, it started really early and it's just there. But now, over this past year, I'm just like, I don't know what happened, dude. I, like, I just You're don't back. care. I like when I see myself looking really fucking ugly and like dry skin, and I look like old. Like I'm like, I look. Like sometimes I see my face and I'm like, bitch, you're old. And I am, I'm 36. Like sometimes I'm like, you're, you look like 42. That's okay. I just had a fucking dry day. Yeah. I need to moisturize more. Like, and I am gonna, who cares? And the, and the way that I, like, I feel like anyone who likes me is still gonna like me if I look like shit. I, the people I love, when they start looking like shit, I, I'm on board. It's okay. You didn't yeah. let me down. Oh, Jennifer yeah. Aston, you're allowed to look like shit someday if you want to, even though you won't. Yeah. But I love her so much. I would. I don't care. And so now I like myself. And now when I look like gross, I just go like, "Oh boy, you look at a little, yeah, little husky today." And look, those pants were a mistake. It's like look crispy You just today. like laugh. I yeah. laugh at like I used to be really embarrassed at how messy I was. Like my car. I don't want people. I have to like clean Hide my car everything. if a boy yeah. is gonna get in. Now I'm just like, if this guy is someone I'm get gonna marry, yeah. look at look at my trash. This is not a Here, I'm not a bad person. Here, hold Snapple bottle because yeah. I have Lacroix cans yeah. in the passenger seat. Maybe that's, that's not so respectful. funny. Yeah, I could relate to a lot I of that. I don't care anymore. How the reflection I of just your environment. Right. I don't want to present any way I'm not because if you get to be authentic across the board and really are like I am who I am and that's okay, then you don't have to ever think. I literally don't mm. have to because the thing. I realize this about comedy and you tap into it big time because this is the thing I notice about you is you just talk and it's funny. Like I know you're aware of what you say is funny, but you talk in a way that you almost act like you don't know. But I also think that you can't, you're in a position now that you know that your fans get you and you know that you're funny, that you can show up and you don't really have to prepare. You can just start talking and it's going to be good enough. Like maybe prepare a little bit, but I could get on stage and talk about fucking anything and be entertaining at this point because I've done it that long. Mm. And within that is like this freedom to be, people are at ease. Audiences want to watch you comfortable. If I'm comfortable and right. not worried about what you think, mm. they uh, lap it up. because. And we feel good yeah. then too. I notice if I'm having fun, man, if I'm in a good place, then yeah, the show's usually in and a And being place. honest, if I'm not in a good place, I'll just be like, man, I am fucking depressed today. Or if I'm too, sometimes I go on stage, I'm too high. My new thing is I'm just going to be like, guys, I'm really high. Because the audience just wants in. Yeah. They went in on what's going, they sent something weird. What is it? Oh, she's high. Yeah, the weed, I took one, I thought it, I wanted one hit. I took two. I got greedy. Now we're in a weird place. Now I've broken this weirdness that I, in my head, go, Nick, you shouldn't have smoked weed before the set. You're such a bad comedian. Now what's your next joke? What's the next joke? Uh, you shouldn't have oh, done that's that. that's And now I just go, I'm high, everyone. And now it's like, okay, no more secrets. I'm like... Let's just be honest. Yeah. 
And I think that's what com- comedy is, just being honest. Let's be honest, And man. so as long as you just talk honestly, it's going to be funny and good, and people are going to like it. Yeah, I think that's a that's a I think that's one thing I'm trying to tap into a little bit more getting into some of this next tour. Um, one of the things I want to work on more in the coming months. I can't wait to see your. We we never get to watch each I know, other huh? anymore, but it's like I really I really dig your stuff, and it's I'm I'm a true fan, and I it's I met you not knowing what your comedy was like at all, and had but and I've told you this before, but for the past many many years you've been one of my my faves and someone well, that you. i'm just like i always watch your shit thank you you've always said you've always said some really nice stuff to me and i appreciate that away. every time i see you i'm just like same here when i see you what the fuck am i doing up there i need to like just start telling the truth or well, the weird or the I wackiest way to say it job. or just like saying when you say limousine of rats right Okay, yeah. how did that occur to you? I want to know how that joke popped in your brain because I'm not kidding you. That was the funniest thing I've heard in a while. I don't know. I think just something long. That's it. And then we talking about an animal and you and just pulled long and then rat. yeah, that ferret. And so then I just thought of those things. And that's I so guess. simple. It's like the first thing that entered in your mind. Like sometimes I overthink things, but sometimes I just gotta go. It's a long rat. What's long? Boom. Easy limousine. Limousine. And I don't make them anymore, so they're so messed up. And look at that. You gotta yeah, it's like that. a water slide of rats. What pe- yes, there you go. It's a, um, I mean, this joke could go. That's a, you know, one of it looks honestly looks like one of the penises in the porn that I watch quite often. Oh damn, okay. It's, I've been I on... watch some big stuff you do, lately. Huh? Oh boy, oh. it's my porn consumption is just some of the stuff. Another podcast out there. Yeah. I mean, it, I feel really, really bad for guys yeah. out there based on porn. I really do because to even. You're right. You do, but our vaginas are different in comparison too. So we're also feeling the same kind of insecurity. And I just want to let guys out there with small dicks know, like, you're gonna literally, I don't. You can just use a dildo to fuck me, and then just like, yeah. As long as you're other. cheering me on, long as you're there supporting, long as you're not on your phone the whole time. Some of the best time. sex I've had is with a, a guy with a penis. Yeah. Using a dildo. Amen. All right. So just saying that. Look, I think that covers everything. Uh, one night with Nikki Glazer, right? Yes, One and night tickets only? on sale. Nikki, well, some places are two nights, and so we'll right. like, but it's a uh, uh, nikkiglazer.com slash tour for tickets. They're on sale now, and they're pretty happy. People are turning out, but people really like my podcast. Yeah. Like, I never promote podcasts because I'm always like, what am I doing? But this I love the way good, you're dude. doing it at home now. You're in your it's home every city. Every day you like find out about. I can't help but like share gossip about my life. You catch up on like stories going on. It's very interactive with fans. It's, it's, it was inspired by watching people like you and how you do it and just are yourself. So if you like this show and you liked my appearance and you made it to the end, definitely subscribe to the Nikki Laser podcast and then unsubscribe if you don't like it. I don't care. Yeah, but just subscribe. But just, yeah, just give it a shot. Blindly go. Uh, and Nikki you can jump and... in. You don't have to listen to old episodes. Just jump on in yeah. anytime. Yeah, you don't have to start from the beginning. No. With Andrew Conlon and um, Colin. Yep. Nikki, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Theo. Always fun. Yeah, and thank you, Raising Canes, for my lunch. And yes, thank you. Next time, maybe they'll have a vegan option in the future. I think they should. If they did, I would be so I would be so cool with what them. If they have that. Yeah. I don't know. We got the actually the the guy who started Raising Canes is from Louisiana. He's coming on the podcast next. week. No, I know that that's like everyone's favorite fried chicken. And so, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool that you're having that guy. Good, good on him. It'd be interesting just to hear how it all happened, you know. I mean, for some I'll, of I'll us, I'll probably skip it. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm no. sure it's an interesting. I support people in the. I get it. That was the best ending ever. Nikki Glazer, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in. Now I'm just floating on the breeze, and I feel I'm falling like these leaves. I must be cornerstone. Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this 
Run away train with a heavy load of mine 